Good evening and welcome to the Tuggeranong Southern Cross Stadium for tonight's match. It's the Capitals versus the Fire. One of the best matchups in the Defence Jobs WNBL of the year. And it is going to be a special game with a debut tonight of Jackie Styles, the WNBA Rookie of the Year, one of the most prolific scorers in NCAA history, coming down under to refire up a career that has been thwarted with injury. It's a big match tonight, and it's on sportradio.com.au. Craig Ravel to call the action along with Michelle Hocking joining me in expert comments. And Michelle, it is an interesting night with the Capitals having their first test against a top four contender. Absolutely, and Townsville are coming out of some great form. They beat Sydney last night by two points in a great game. Probably so far the game of the year, I think, in the WNBL. So this one tonight is going to be a fantastic game. Uh, Jackie Styles suiting up for the Capitals, and, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. It is going to be an interesting one. We're not far away from the national anthems, but with Jackie Styles coming to Canberra, I thought it was poignant that we replay for those sportradio.com.au listeners who didn't have a chance to hear the press conference yesterday where Kelly Babalakwa introduced Jackie Styles to the Canberra media. Well, I just will start, I guess. Um, just want to thank you all for coming to today and I uh, just want to welcome Jackie Styles to the Canberra Capitals. Um, Jackie's a former teammate of mine with the Portland Fire. We spent two years together, but Jackie's um, got a great college uh, background with the Southwest Missouri College, uh, all-time leading scorer. Um, just, you know, an unbelievable shooter. But obviously, over the last few years, Jackie's been unfortunately hindered by injuries and um, this is her first time since 2002 um, she's getting back onto the court again and uh, you know we're certainly hoping that we're going to be a part of you know Jackie's successful progress back onto the court and um, we're putting no pressure on her to to come back um, it's everything in, in her own time once she gets adjusted to the Australian time zone and um, and gets her body uh, feeling feeling good and um, you know we're just going to you know, when Jackie's ready to get going, she's ready. So I just want to welcome Jackie Styles to the Canberra Capital. Thanks, Chloe. <laughs> Jackie, welcome to, to Canberra. Obviously a little bit of a whirlwind trip for you arriving today and then sitting down to something like this, but there's a game tomorrow night as well and Carrie Grass pretty keen to have you involved. I definitely um, want to be involved as much as I can and as much as um, she thinks I can help the team. So I'm just very excited to put on a uniform again, like uh, Chloe said. Um, my last game was 2002, so, and, you know, not only is basketball my job, but it's my true passion, and I, I've missed it so much, so just to be blessed with a second chance to have an opportunity to play again means so much, and I'm just so thankful that they're giving me this opportunity. Is there a fear in your mind that you, you might have lost it in that space of time, or maybe you have oh, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you know, honestly, I wouldn't be trying to make this comeback if I didn't think I could get close to the person that I, or the player that I used to be, because... I'm way too competitive not to get to that level, um, but I know it's going to be a growing process, and um, I'm really fortunate that I have a, a team here that's going to really try to help me um, get where back to where I used to be and help me make a comeback. Um, a lot of it's up to my body, but it's been uh, cooperating with me pretty well so far. So um, the frustrating thing for me is 
You know, I can't get back as fast as I want because I can't lift heavy weights and, and do really explosive plyometrics. I have to ease into those things. But my skill came back pretty fast. It's just my athleticism isn't quite there yet. But um, I hope to get back to close to the player I used to be. But it's going to take time. I know I'm going to have to be patient. I mean, I haven't touched the ball for four years. I just started playing back in June. So that's not too many months. Tully's, uh, Tully just admitted that they're not going to play for a lot of pressure on right? you. Yeah. She also admitted yesterday that Jackie Styles at her best is, is worth 20 to 30 points in a game. Do you talk getting back to that? Oh, she's extremely <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's when I have someone like her passing to me, I mean, she makes me look a lot better than I really am. But, uh, no, um, I, you know, I've always been a scorer on all the teams that I've played on, and um, I hope to yes, be that player again, because that's just what I know. Um, you know, I've always looked to score. Um, you know, but I have to be a little bit more selective. Like, I used to be able to jump over two and three players and fade away. And right now, um, I, I, I'm not getting too high off the ground. So I'm going to have to be patient with that, take a little bit more open shots. Um, but, you know, my quickness is still there and my speed. So um, I don't know. You know, really it's kind of um, up in the air for me right now. I don't know what I'm going to be like as well because I really just haven't done it and you know this is the only way to get back is just to throw yourself into it and and get try to get better every day and I have a lot of support around me that's going to help me hopefully reach my dreams again. And Jackie how do you know that this, this is the right moment to restart your career? It just feels right. I mean you know I've been through so much. I, I've just really been really depressed in the past four years. I mean going through 13 surgeries. You know I never dreamed I'd play two seasons of WNBA and then that would be it. And like I said, I mean, officially had called it quits. I had retired, and all of a sudden, you know, um, my body started feeling better, and I was like, oh, well, maybe I can try. And I actually went back to rehab just to hopes to play um, racquetball. I was like, can I just be good enough to play racquetball? Because my body was so beat up. I mean, I can't run, jump, anything. And then all of a sudden, it started feeling better, and here I am. So, I mean, I am just so happy, and I have a whole new perspective. Not that I ever took basketball for granted in the past, but now I'm just going to enjoy every second I get out there because you never know when it can be taken away from you. Styles there getting set for an important comeback. And, and Michelle, you've been around the top level of basketball in Australia and, of course, coaching the Canberra Capitals in 95 and 96. Coming back from 13 injuries, what does that do psychologically to you? Oh, look, I'm just amazed that she's out to give it another shot. 13 injuries in a very short period of time. You know, she really had only just started her WNBA career when um, the injury took over and she's been constantly um, injured since. But her actual um, persistence and perseverance and determination must be incredible to just come back from that kind of... Uh, injury-prone career. It's incredible. And what a great way to start it. Come into a league, out of the country, um, you know, get yourself back into the game a bit and, and see how you go. And I, I'm assuming that she's looking to get herself back in the WNBA because she'd be feeling a bit like she never really got to give it a full shot. She was Rookie of the Year in her first year in the WNBA. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's great that she's got this opportunity and I really hope that it works for her. Well Dave Herbert has got a team on the floor that is a real contender and with Renee Camino having a banner year her first year, out for injury in her second, she's come to Townsville now to really light up this defence job WNBL. Oh yeah and I've been watching Renee through out the first couple of games of this season and doesn't look like she's really taken a step back from that injury. She's 
really just uses that athleticism and her anticipation and her just her endeavour is fantastic. And I think she's going to be a franchise player. There's no doubt about it. If she's able to stay fit and healthy, I mean, she's still young. She's 19 around about. She could even be a little younger than that. But, um, I mean, she's got a great career ahead of her, provided that she can stay um, out of injury trouble. Yes, and, well, I had a chance to chat with Dave Herbert about last night's Heartstopper and what he's got in store for the Capitals tonight. Well, Dave Herbert, after a two-point Heartstopper tonight, you're going up against the top of the table now and hoping to knock them down a peg as well. Yeah, that's right. We, we're, uh, we're improving all the time. We've still got a long way to go yet, but... Uh, the season's got a long way to go as well, so we'll see how we go tonight. The girls have really been coming together with uh, uh, Rene Camino coming into the side and a couple of changes in the lineup really working well for you this year. Yeah, Renee's a tremendous athlete. Uh, she still has a long way to go as a player yet, but she's making she's making some good improvement as well. So uh, I guess we're we're looking to try and get better at the moment. Uh, we we haven't really put any emphasis on where we're going to come at the end of the season yet. We're we're really trying to make sure that we're just progressing each week. These battles have been fantastic ones since the Townsville Fire came into the competition. I guess when you're setting up your games, you, you don't care where these two teams are on the ladder. Yeah, it's a new-look team, really. You, you have, if you have a look, there's no Jackson, no Whittle, so uh, it, it's another. It's a different challenge. Now you're looking at Jackie Stiles, Jess Bibby, Tully Beverly, they, they're guards of the streak now, so it's a, it's a completely different style of game we're going to have to play, and uh, I think both teams match up very well tonight. Brassard and Krauss have been doing a good job off the glass at both ends for you. I'm hoping that continues on. Yeah, yeah the, both of those, they've been solid uh, this season. So it, it's really, like, I, I think the game's going to be won in with, the, with the guard rotation. So I guess we'll just have to see how that goes tonight. All the best. Thank you. Well, in the background, Jackie Stiles just being introduced to the crowd. We'll hear from Coach Kraft as the National Anthem plays. Well, Graffy, a real test tonight. Sydney was not up to the challenge in the last few seconds. That's obviously a poignant reminder to your girls that you've got to play 40 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, you know, for us, it's, you know, it's probably two different styles. We, we like to think of ourselves as a pretty good defensive team that's offensive games evolving and, and they're a high-scoring, high-powered offensive unit. So it's going to, you know, who, who can come through with the goods? Can we shut down their running game and, and compete on the glass? And I, you know, I think we've got the individual defenders to lock up some of their key scorers. And, I mean, this, is, this will be like a playoff game in my mind. It is going to be interesting tonight because you've got Kelly who's been suffering the lurgy. Thanks very much, Kylie Lang, who's obviously passed it on. And uh, also you have Jackie Stiles coming into the rotation too. Yeah, look, I mean, Abs has been, you know, she's been out of practice all week, but she's a veteran and she knows how to handle her body and she'll just play play hard and ask for a sub and we'll just use her in spurts. Um, you know, Stiles has stepped off the plane yesterday, but we'll certainly throw into the mix. I mean, you have to defend her. She's still got that jump shot. Um, you know, she's active, she's fit. Um, and she knows the game, so you know it gives us a little more depth on the perimeter, a bit more scoring punch, and and hopefully we can just continue the way we have been. You know, with Bibby scoring, we need to go inside early to to Beattie and Bishop and see what we can get done there. Another important night that's going to mean when you look at Townsville's bench that hasn't been producing much, your bench has been fairly consistent. That's going to be one thing that you have up your sleeve. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, you know, hopefully, we, you know, Natty Hurst has been doing a great job off the bench. I think she can give us some punch offensively as well. You know, Kylie Gwyther and, I mean, Pete Sinclair lately has been doing a little bit too. So, 
you know, these guys are coming off one game. We're fresh. Um, you know, hopefully that can get us through. All the best. Thank you. As Daisy Summers sings the national anthem, good to hear Daisy back in voice. Of course, at the AS training hall last week, it was the players singing the national anthem when a, another technical difficulty slowed down the proceedings. But tonight, well, Caitlin Cunningham and Renee Camino embracing before the game. They'll be adversaries right throughout this well, the rest of their WNBL careers, of course, but former AIS teammates, and great to see them just getting a, uh, a bit of a hug before they start hostilities. Those friendships made at the AIS seem to stay with the girls forever. I think they live in such a close environment, and they depend on each other for so much support that those friendships stick around for a long time. Yes, they do indeed. As the uh, Capitals and the Fire complete their warm-ups, the Capitals tonight, one concern is is Kelly Abram having a uh, one of these flu bugs. Kylie Langey had it uh, a few weeks ago and now Kelly just suffering from that all week. Got isolated from the team on Tuesday night uh, but while she's isolated from the team she still has to do some recovery herself. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of minutes Kelly's able to play tonight. She's been in great form so far this season so I'm um, sure that they'll be looking to use her as much as they can throughout the game. I think one of the things that will be interesting for Carrie tonight is how to actually fit Styles into the group, what that will do to her rotations in terms of um, getting Styles in and out and getting the other girls who've really stepped it up this season a bit of court time and, and being able to let them contribute as much as they have in previous weeks. So it'll be interesting. And coming down the track, we've still got Donna Lofhagen to come into the group. So it's really going to be a bit of a juggling act for carries over the next couple of weeks to a month to try and get some really good rotations happening. In fact, as Graffy has said, a number of these girls are playing for their position in this Capitals lineup once the uh, full accompaniment has been issued to uh, the team with uh, Jackie now here and Donna still on her way. Donna just has to finish up some university commitments before she can come over and uh, well I know the discussion was with Donna that uh, well perhaps that uh, she would only come over and play that part program because she didn't want to commit to uh, a full season here. Yeah, and I mean, Donna will be a great pickup. She's just a banger. She gets on the boards and does all the hard work and, you know, she doesn't do a whole lot outside of the paint, but you don't really want her to and you don't need her to, you know. We've got a group... I mean, you look at the guard rotation that we've got. You've got Abrams and Bibby and Bevel Aqua and Hurst and now you put Jackie Styles into that group, you know. You really just need someone inside to help out. Abby Bishop, who's been doing a great job, and Tracy Beattie, who's been really, really very consistent. She's had one bad half, I think, this season and she redeemed herself completely... Um, in that game. So, uh, you know, Donna will be a great pick-up as well. Camino, Wilson, Heritage, uh, Flanagan, Krauss and Brassard are the starters as Flanagan is on her backside early. A, well, a defensive foul against Jess Bibby, who's out there with Bishop Beattie. Uh, also, Abram starting along with Tully Bevelacqua as the Caps will get first use of it. Going right side from the inbound ball to Bevel Aqua, down the baseline to Bibby, gets it outside. Oh, Beatties was an air ball. Be Bishop, she was in the key forever. She put up a shot twice, didn't go. Great defence here. Krauss just working hard on the inside glass, stopping the Capitals 
from making their first attempt at basket. That's right. I mean, you know, Capitals had three or four opportunities there under the bucket and they just couldn't convert it. So they really need to make sure that they start to shoot better under it's the basket. Flanagan now gets the ball on the left side from Wilson and it is Bibby who has been fouled. So obviously they decided that Flanagan had crashed into... Uh, I hadn't taken position on Bibby then. I thought it was actually uh, Flanagan who was in the right. But I think it was one of those 50-50 calls. Yes, Gallier, uh, Wilson now, just trying to wrong foot the world champion in Bevelacqua. Gives it off to Flanagan, down in the paint. Crouch, reverse layup is rejected by Tracy Beattie and they get it over the baseline. Great work there by Tracy. Tracy Beattie did a good job. Krauss made a nice, nice reverse spin in the paint, went under for the reverse lane, but Beattie was smart enough to get the big hand and keep body position. Over the top, it's Abrams now. Reverse layup from Abrams doesn't fall. The Caps just can't find the ball. And a jump ball. Krauss locking it up on the rebound from Bishop. The arrow will be facing the fire's direction and they will take it from the baseline. I think that's Bishop's third rebound already in the game. She's been doing a fantastic job on the board for the Capitals this season. We're one minute down in the fire and Caps clash at Southern Cross Stadium. Krauss at the top of the key. She goes out to Cox who gets the first possession now. Drives into the paint, but the defence from Bishop and Beattie is strong. They force the turnover and Bibby's off to the races. Brings it down the left side, drives left lane, pull up jump shot, is in. And the Capitals get their first score after a minute and a half of play. That was a great shot from Jess Bibby. Good hand, got a hand on it, knocked it away. It's come off of Townsville and it's the Capitals ball. Capitals defence has been outstanding. Kelly Abrams is matched up on Camino and she's just playing full face denial defence and keeping the ball out of her hands. The question is, how long will she be able to re- maintain that for this game? She's been sick during the week. Bevelacqua now brings it up to the left side as the Caps stop the fire once again. Cox unable to do anything about it. Bibby, pull-up jump shot from the right-hand low post, doesn't fall. Krauss does the rebound. Again, it's on to Flanagan. Camino will work into the left corner, but they go to Krauss at the point, then to Wilson. Wilson with Bevelac, we're just terrorising her. Wilson goes to the free throw line, then kicks it to Krauss, left side, right right side, goes oh. to Camino, and Camino nails the three-pointer. That was sweet. Oh, oh. great intercept from Flanagan, who read the long pass that was supposed to go to uh, Bibby. Now Krauss at the right elbow goes back to Flanagan. Bishop comes to her. Flanagan goes into the paint. Out left for Wilson. And it's two in a row from outside the arc for the fire. They lead 6-2, 7.30 left to go in the turn. They're coming off some great three-point shooting. And just shooting generally from last night, they shot 49% for the game, which is outstanding. Caps look stunned at the moment. They have to work it round the perimeter. Give it to Abrams, who goes for three. It's all net. And Kelly Abrams says, I might be sick, but... <laughs> Bang, don't leave me open on the perimeter. That's exactly right. She doesn't have the energy to penetrate, so she's quite happy to take him from there. Well, she's got the game out there. As Camino gets it now, Abrams watching her, the captain of the Capitals. Will be interesting to see her minutes tonight. Good screen off the ball, goes into Camino. Abrams got flattened in the process. 
Now the ball came in from Flanagan, who's playing a big role to Camino. Camino doesn't miss the layups too often. Right, the Capitals really need to call up that screen action. Kelly Abrams got laid out on that one just because she didn't see it coming. Abrams now tried to get it into Beattie, slapped away to Bishop. Beattie goes in, gets the missed shot from uh, Bishop as she puts one up herself. There must be Gladrap over the ring for the tall to the Capitals as Bishop and Beattie cannot get a shot to drop as it is. Tough in the trenches here. Very physical under the basket there. I'm surprised that the referees haven't called something. Yep, here we go. They've called it now. It's really very physical with those big girls under there. There's a lot of body contact. They're not putting their hands in under the bucket, but there's a lot of body contact, which is the refs are letting them play, shall we say. Yes, they are indeed. As, uh, well, another air ball. Bibby does the uh, racing round to collect it back. It's 5-8 here, Capitals trailing by three with 6 minutes 16 as we have a lull in proceedings. Inbound pass to Beattie, goes back to Bevelacqua who has 18 seconds on the shot clock. Kicks it right to Abrams who's open again and Abrams locks down another three. Could be a night for a three-point shootout. Jackie Styles may not need to enter the game at this rate. <laughs> Got enough shooters out on the floor. It's amazing start to this defence job, WNBL, as the fire are denied again by Tracy Beattie, who is just in career best form. Down, Abby Bishop, shirt layup, rattles around the iron, finally, but it does drop. Finally she gets one to drop for her, that's great, because she's been working really hard in the paint. Has done indeed. Oh, turnover. Camino goes to ground and that gives the Caps an opportunity to come back with it. Then when uh, Renee went to the ground, she spilt out over the sideline and it'll be an inbound ball for the Caps. It's a two-point lead to the Caps. 10-8, 5-30. Left to go in the first turn. Abrams, oh, she just lost a handle on it that time. Abrams with six points for the game already. Pull-up jumper just from about 15 feet halfway up the right lane and... She is making the most of her perhaps limited minutes Great tonight. Great defense. Great defense. Camino, fadeaway jump. It's Beattie who does the rebounding there, but what a great fadeaway jump shot by Camino. She's so strong and athletic she can retain her balance. Bibby knocks down one from the foul line. It's quick basketball tonight. It's no one shy here. They're all prepared to take their own options when they come, and it's a physical game. It's going to be a wearing game bodies tonight. It'd be interesting to see whether Townsville in particular, who had a game last night that went right down to the wire, are actually able to sustain the physical uh, momentum that they need to compete in this game. Coach Grapp was up there in Sydney last night. He would have to say scouting for tonight's game and next week's game against Sydney Uni on Friday night, but don't you think she was just going really... (laughs) <laughs> Don't let them score. Let's have some overtime here. Knock this team around. Absolutely. And of course, when you're knocking that team around, you're knocking your opponents the next week around at the same time. That's exactly right. So it was a really good game last night. I watched a bit of it on the um, the TV this afternoon. And, uh, you know, it's probably, I think, the best game that we've had so far this season. And from what we've seen for the first five minutes of this game, I think this might be a little bit better. This one's a cracker. 14-8 to eight at the... Uh, What's that? The five minute and two second mark of the first term. We've got 4.58 left to play in the quarter as Brassard, Kraus, Flanagan, Cox and Camino head back out onto the court. So only the one change there as uh, the Caps return with Bishop, Beatty, 
Natalie Hurst coming in, Bevilacqua and Bibby. So long pass, it's over the front half and Bevilacqua runs it down. So Townsville just trying something different there. Didn't work out and the Cats get possession again. Yeah, it was good defence from the Capitals to force that long pass. It's to Bevilacqua, goes left side, gives to Bishop, goes back to Bevilacqua. Beattie in the paint, banks it in and Beattie gets her first point. Great speed by Bevilacqua there, just... Rani Cox lays it up at the other end to get her first point. She was one that uh, Kelly Abrams during the week was saying they'd have to watch closely. In the uh, eight of the top 12 statistical records in the Defence Jobs WNBL this year, Rani Cox. Oh, and she's an outstanding player. I think that she's probably just one of those players that is unlucky not to have been able to go overseas and play internationally. I think she's probably WNBA capability, but just hasn't had the opportunity to do so. So you really do have to watch her. Ball over the baseline is going to be inbound by the Capitals here as Heritage comes into the game for her first minute. Tanya Heritage certainly becoming a lot more solid. She was a slip of a girl when she was at the AIS and in her first few seasons of WNBL basketball. Beattie goes long over to Bibby who drives baseline. Oh, Beattie again off the glass and this time getting fouled. It went over the top of the backboard but Beattie fouled first up just, uh, I think that was Broussard crashing her. And of course, Broussard not starting the game. An interesting one, uh, I guess a bit of a luxury that uh, Coach Herbert does have at the moment. Well, that's right. Um, Tracy Beattie's doing a great job on the boards down there for us, and she's also making really good post positions. So if she can start to knock them down, that'll be fantastic. Bibby sits down, and the raw year here is Jackie Styles making her comeback to professional basketball here in Australia. Her debut, and Beattie at the line knocks down the first. Tracy Beattie. Well, we, John Keogh, of course, from the AAS Basketball Network, was out here with me watching Styles warm up this afternoon. As Beatty misses the second, the Krauss will get the rebound. And Styles from the three-point arc here over by the Townsville bench, missed one out of about eight shots. It was unbelievable shooting in the warm-up. Styles now watching very closely. Heritage, a ball inbound to uh, Beattie Krauss. with the second block. Yeah, great block there. Krauss just turned and there was nothing but Beattie's hands in a way. Fantastic stuff as Hurst runs the baseline. She's ducked past five defenders, giving it back to Bevilacqua, who goes for three, rattles off the iron and over the baseline. Styles just chasing it like a terrier uh, to watch it go over the baseline. Great stuff for Jackie Styles already getting involved as Wilson. Comes back out now for Flanagan, who's being rotated. Three minutes 40 left to go in the term. It's 17 to 10, the Caps leading. Flanagan's had a great start for Townsville. Wilson's been a little oh. bit quiet. Oh, great work there by Natalie Hurst, who got Wilson to crash into Brassard, carrying the ball forward. Gives it off to Heritage in the front court. Styles watching her. Heritage takes on Styles, driving the lane. And the foul will be on Jackie Stiles, her first in the Defence Jobs WNBL. It's on the stat sheet. Probably not the way she wanted to get there, but that'll do. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, it's definitely a comeback now. That's right. She's got minutes and a foul. Wilson gets the inbound ball from Cox. Pull-up jump shot from the right-hand elbow. Actually, about a foot back from that, and she makes it. Wilson's a nice little shooter. Very confident player, Kelly Wilson, for the Townsville Fire. It's Beattie now, right-hand side, gives it to Bevelacqua, who drives down to the baseline, then backs away. Beattie's there, the tall timber, but goes to Bishop on the perimeter. Left side to Hurst. Hurst just working around, looks for the hand off to Styles, and Styles gets bumped by Cox. 
and the foul will send, I think, Styles to the line because that should be the 15 foul. That's right, and this will be the way that she'll make her first points in the WNBL and her comeback. So it's a nice, easy way for a shooter to do that. <laughs> yes, well, we'll hear the cheer in a moment as Jackie Styles steps up to the free throw line. Well, how nervous would she be? Look, she's a professional. She's been around for a long time, so I'm sure there's a little bit of nerves there, but not enough to make any difference. <laughs> the only thing nervous was the net as the ball went through. Whoosh. That's right. It's interesting. Um, I, I think probably Roani Cox was a little bit unlucky to get blown on that one, but, you know. Second one's off the yeah. iron. Styles crashes through. Wilson comes up with a rebound. And Gwyth is, uh, sorry, Langey's into the game. It's Cox. Oh, just crashed into Cox just gets the pass out in between Bevelacqua and Beattie. Beattie hits the deck. We've got a game. 18-14 as the Townsville Fire come back. It's going to be a physical night. There's a lot of bodies going to the floor here, and I think that that won't stop tonight. Lange with the ball on the floor of baseline right side. Put it on the floor. Kicks it out to Beattie from the free throw line. Nails it. Good job, Tracy. She's having a good game. So far, Charles is really finding it difficult to match up on her, so they need to keep using that advantage as much as they possibly can. Want the floor wiped here, just in the Transact logo in the key. Just seeing a little bit slippery there. But uh, Bibby and Abrams looking to come in for Hurst. And who's going to rotate out? I'd say the Bevelac will be. The other one hasn't been out. Yep. They'll leave Styles in, let her get a bit more rhythm into the game. This will be a really interesting guard rotation. You've got Styles who can shoot the light out. You've got Abrams who can penetrate and shoot from the perimeter. And Bibby who can just about do whatever she likes. <laughs> Chucky Heritage gets the ball now on the left side. Styles just grabs her arm before she puts up the shot and it's all net. And Heritage has got such a good outside game. It's not going to be allowing Styles to get away from her. Absolutely not. You give her half a foot and she'll knock them down all night. You can't afford... That's the thing about this Townsville lineup this year is that they go so deep. Anyone can light it up. Abrams gives Bibby the ball at the top of the key. She tries to run down the left lane. We'll give it to Beatty. Beatty's turnaround jump shot all net. Tracy Beatty, what a year. And you had to ask the question last year how she didn't make the Opal squad. And uh, the question is maybe leaving Adelaide doesn't do you any favours with the Australian coach. Reappointed for another two years. But Angela, perhaps that's a bit uh, controversial. It's a bit harsh, I think, Craig. And I think she's well deserved. Jan Sterling has done an outstanding job with the Australian Opals and has been a great coach in this league for many, many years. So, you know, Tracy probably was unlucky that you look at the calibre of the players that were in that group and it's a tough call. It is indeed as Bibby gets the ball from Abrams now just fading to the right as he well, tried to get a screen from Beattie goes back now Bibby gets it back to Styles who drives into the paint and has been called for a charge. Second personal foul on Styles. She's got one point two fouls and about four minutes with one minute 16 left to go in the first term. Maybe she's looking for the triple-double, but I don't think that's the kind that she'll want. <laughs> well, you can't get there on foul. That's right, you can't. <laughs> As it looks like Tully will come back into the game now. As carrying the ball up will be Heritage. Heritage gets the style, zigzags, goes right side to Wilson. Wilson now, one change, Abbott coming in for her first minute. Over the top, Rassad all by herself. The gap closes, Langey with good defence. That was a late call. He actually had his arm up in the air to call that one early and just didn't blow the whistle. He was waiting for the shot? I'm not sure exactly what he was doing. He certainly Langey went to the ground and Jackie Styles gets subbed out by a former 
Portland Fire teammate in Patelli Bevilacqua. Langy, tough call there because I thought Langy had position then. Yeah, probably was unlucky for Langy to get it. I think she was certainly Brassard was fouled, but I don't think it was Langy that fouled her. Brassard makes the first. Interesting, captain coming off the bench. Well, well, in fact, there was captain last year. I don't know if she's captain of the club this year. I'm not sure, but, you know, sometimes your captain is is not necessarily one of your stud players, if you like. You know, they're the person that brings the team together, contributes all over generally in, in a range of things for your group. So. Ball on the right side now with Bevilacqua. Goes inside to Bibby. Pull a slope, jump shot down the right lane. And Bibby now out to six points for the first quarter. She's had a good start to the game. She's doing a good job offensively with some penetration. It's Cox on the right side. Gets past, well, almost gets past Abrams. Goes back, gives it to Abbott. Back to Cox again. And Abrams not happy with the call. They left them play rugby for the first five minutes, six minutes, in fact. And now it's come to touch football. Well, that's right. It's, it makes it really difficult for the players when the first couple of minutes of the game, they really did let them get very physical, um, both inside the paint and on the perimeter, you know, and let them look quite a bit of hand-checking going. And now they're starting to pull every tiny little bit of contact there is. So the girls are just going to have to adjust. I mean, that's the reality of the game. You've got referees out there. You've got to play the way they blow it. Rani Cox kicks in two more with the free throws going down. Four points for the game for Cox. And we're down to a four-point ball game. 23 seconds left to go in the first term as Pally puts the two fingers into the air to call the play. The handoff is to Bibby now. Bibby just working back at the point. She's got a two-second difference between the shot clock and the game clock. She pulls up. 18-foot jump shot halfway down the right side. That's why she plays in the WNBA. She can certainly light it up offensively, Jessica Bibby. Abbott banks it in on the buzzer. And, well, great. I don't think Abbott scored last night or got minutes, so good for Bianca Abbott to get her first game. Well, she got a minute, what, minute 27? Yep. So good for her that she uh, gets it in there. An important play, too, because after Bibby, Bibby hit that shot to get her eighth point for the game, it was important that they managed to get a score in those three seconds that were left. Well, that's right. And I think, look, 26-22, that's a, a really tight, close, physical first quarter that we've seen. I think that the Capitals will be happy with the way that uh, they're playing at the moment. I think they've got really good minutes out of um, Kelly Abrams, who's obviously struggling a little bit physically, but she's done, you know, Camino scored some points and what have you, but she's done a pretty good job of um, keeping her quiet defensively when she's been matched up on her. Bibby's having a great offensive night. Tracy Beattie's doing an excellent job. She's got two blocks. She must have, I don't know, probably about half a dozen boards, I would suspect, and she's knocked down some points as well. So, you know, they're getting good contribution from everyone that's been out on the floor. Um, I think the other thing that's um, been good from the Capitals' uh, rotations has been that they've been able to get, like, you know, you had Nat Hurst out on the floor for a bit. They've got Jackie Styles into the game. Probably not the auspicious start that she had wanted, a couple of fouls there and what have you, but, you know, she's got it. She's been off the plane 36 hours or something, so... Like you know, you, they're going to be very happy with that start. They do indeed. As we look at the quarter time stats here for the moment, if I just uh, update my uh, spreadsheet here, it is leading scorer by my book, Kelly Abrams, with eight points, along with Jess Bibby for the Capitals. Tracy Beatty is with seven. Importantly, Jackie Stiles with one. Abby Bishop with two. 
That's the 26 for the Caps. For the uh, for the Townsville Fire, it is uh, five points to Rene Camino, four points to Rani Cox, and oh, you've also got five for Wilson. Kelly Wilson. Wilson has got five as well. All so. right, so I've missed. I've given Rachel Flanagan a three that should have gone to Wilson by the looks of it. One thing that the Capitals have got is nine offensive boards for the quarter. You know, Townsville really need to do something about that. And in fact, that's interesting because last night Townsville actually killed Sydney on the offensive boards and tonight they're getting beaten easily on the boards themselves. So I'm sure that's something that Dave Herbert would have been talking about in the uh, timeout to them. Abrams has the first possession of the second term now as Abrams and Bevilacqua, Bishop, Beatty and Bibby. So the Caps back to the starting Great five. Play. Yeah, Beatty just had to wait for Krauss to go over the top of her. Uh, but, in fact, that was uh, Abbott again. So Abbott's still out there. Wilson Cox, uh, also Heritage and Brassard is the starting, or the second quarter starting five. Abrams inbound it from the baseline, goes to Bibby. Gets it out to Bevilacqua now. She works right to left, then goes back to Abrams. Over the top to Bishop in the paint. Tries, oh, she did a complete 360 there. Abbott locking the ball up. Bibby going in, trying to steal it back. And it will be a fireball on the arrows. It's interesting. Bishop did a really good job of making position in the paint. And she really just tied herself in not trying to get past the defence there. And I think, you know, just a little bit anxious in there. But she's got to... Con- Continue to make good position in the post and just be patient with her moves in there. As the fire bring the ball back, well, once again, Kelly Wilson, well, this time she loses control of it. Wilson's been having a tough night with the full court pressure that the Capitals have been putting on. This time, Bishop crashes into the back of Adler. That would have been knees in the back end of the rules. At the other end, rejected. Bevelacqua's shot is slapped away by Cox as Bevelacqua hits the ground. Cox. I don't think was called for the foul then. I think that went on Heritage. I'm not sure what the call was at that end of the floor, but I know that there should have been one made at this end of the floor. I really, I mean, Bishop just completely was in the back of Cox on that layup down this end of the floor and uh, it wasn't flying. But anyway, that's the nature of the game, isn't it? I'm going with the foul went on Heritage because it looked like he went like with five fingers on one hand and three on the other, but I'm not sure. The fouls aren't being shown up there, unfortunately. It was Heritage, so Bevilacqua goes to the line. We've had another great start. Fire caps games. Doesn't matter whether they're in the firehouse at Townsville or down here in Canberra. They are such great affairs, and it really doesn't matter. No Kerr, no Jackson, but it, it is still a, a great battle. Bevilacqua makes the second of the two. Her first points for the game as a couple of subs being run here. Flanagan comes back in. Wilson and Heritage sit down for Camino and Flanagan. That's right. There's a real rivalry between the Capitals and the Townsville Fire, and I think it goes back to the days of Eleanor Sharp and the famous headbutting incident, yes. <laughs> shall we say. I think that was one of the contributing that factors. Was, that was in the very early right. games up there in Townsville. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did have a, uh, in the game preview, I did go through some of those... <laughs> Some of those uh, uh, some of those stats over the years. Of course, Townsville played here in Canberra 
up against the Capitals the day after the Canberra Fires right. too. So that was at the Belconnen Basketball Stadium. Well, it's Camino being watched by the world champion. Bevel Aqua almost lost control of the ball. Abbott carries it down. Oh, can't get the layup. Camino tries to go back after it. Bevel Aqua just rips her to the ground. And Townsville hold on to it. Brassard gets the rolling ball, gives it to Flanagan. Three-point shot from Cox. Beattie tries to take the rebound. Bishop got in away, and that gave Brassard the chance to run it down now and gives it back to Flanagan, who gets a reset shot clock. 27 plays 22 as Camino gets it on the left side now for Townsville. Camino kicks it right side to Cox. Cox kicks it out on the perimeter to Flanagan inside to Cox on the baseline. She puts the shot up, but Abrams won't let it go. Bevelac was on the ground again, this time Camino's on top of her. Bibby at the other end, layup down the left side, drive, it bounces off the iron and falls. Oh, that's, that's terrific that that went down, but I think that's the kind of heart, act, heart attack material that a coach dies from. You know, we've just had some really scrappy, unruly play at one end of the floor, and then we come down and take a very quick shot under a lot of pressure. Bevelacqua hits the floor, she puts her hand up, she needs a break because McCamino's jump shot from the right hand high post is good enough for another two. And Camino, seven points for the game, 29 plays, 24, 7.40 left to go on the half. Bibby for three from the right corner, it was a big air ball, Bishop tried to keep it in, but it'll be a Townsville ball from the baseline as Hurst comes in for Bevelacqua. Looks like Bevelacqua's got a bit of a stitch or holding her kidneys perhaps. Yeah, She's been like... jumped on, landed on, fallen yeah. on the deck. It's been rugby for the last uh, three minutes. Certainly been physical. Looks like the trainer's giving her a little bit of attention down there. I think she's probably just a bit sore. Don't worry, Bevel Aqua will pay for anything. Krauss gets the ball now as Abbott Krauss Cox. Oh, Townsville just really looking outside Cox, inside Abbott, goes back to Krauss, and Krauss lays it up over Bishop. I was just about to say that the Capitals have gone into a zone, which looks like it's disrupted the uh, Townsville fire offensively, but they've come up with a score. Abrams now, top of the key, goes to Bibby in the paint, rejected by Flanagan, but she must have got a little bit of hand there. Flanagan not happy that she has uh, given away. It's her second personal... And it, well, it sends Bibby to the line because she was shooting. Well, <laughs> what can I say? It, it was tough. <laughs> but it was, it was a Tiggy Touchwood foul. Well, that's right. That's Compared the thing to knees in the back over here. That's, that's what's really difficult is that they're letting a lock go and then they're calling soft fouls, relatively soft fouls like that. Now, that's not to say that that one wasn't a foul because I think she actually made some contact with the body. But compared to what else is being let go, it's a little bit difficult for the girls to adjust. Biddy's 12 points for the game here as Flanagan brings the ball back. Catch lead 31-26 as the baseline shot from Camino is good, not good. And Cox will come down with a rebound, works it out, gives it Flanagan. Now it's Camino from the low post oh, left yeah. side. Abbott gets back in and I think Beattie's being called for the foul. The Capitals are in this zone and the thing that they're not doing well is getting the players on the block out. They've, um, you know, they're forcing the Townsville fire to take relatively, you know, I'd say not poor shots, but probably not the best decisions in the shots that they're actually taking, but they're allowing them to get second opportunities. They're just walking into the middle of that, that zone and then coming up with possession. Now, they can't afford to let them do what they did last night, which is get 21 boards in a game. You let someone do that at the offensive end of the floor and you're going to be in all sorts of trouble. Well, it's Abbott making the first. 
and the second now. She moves to four points for the game as the Caps rebound now. Bibby, cross-court pass to Abrams. Inside quickly, looking for Bishop Krause. Got a hand in there. She'll chase it down and give it off to Flanagan, who's off to the races. Flanagan now, straight down the centre. Camino's on the left side. Cuts back to the right and then puts up the shot. It doesn't fall. And Bibby will bring it back. Bounce pass over to Abrams. Abrams backs away, then goes forward again, kicks it off to Bishop and found Bishop in the paint, who has fouled in the act of shooting Bishop. That was beautiful work from Kelly Abrams. She just threw the defence, little hesitation, stepped back at him, drew the second line of defence and found Abby Bishop stepping into the hole in the paint. That was great work by Kelly Abrams and Bishop did a good job of finishing it off and hopefully she'll knock down this one as well. Abbott is a, uh, well, from Rockhampton, so a Townsville girl who's uh, having a good job, doing a good job here tonight as Krauss will sit down. Who went back out there? It was uh, Brassard, I think, think going back out there. Yep. Hellebron not seen any minutes at the moment. I'm not sure if she's injured. Oh, no, Hellebron out there now. So, Celeste Hellebron making her first minutes. Six remaining in the half. 33 plays 28. Hellebron. Caps are back in a man-to-man D. They've got Tate Sinclair on the floor so they've got a smaller group so they won't stay in that zone while that group's on the floor. Alright. Over the top Brassard from the left elbow. All net. Four points for Brassard for the game. 3.4 game. 33 plays 30. Coach Graff walking the line now as Wilson gets set to come back in. Shot doesn't fall from the Capitals, and off to the races, Flanagan carrying it back. Brings it down the centre. Wrong foot first, and the layup is good. The Townsville have really picked up the tempo of this game, and the Capitals have got to actually make a decision about what pace they want to play the game at. At the moment, they're pretending to go with them. May not be the best choice. Hurst, handoff from Sinclair, had to back away when she got to the baseline. Went a second effort, didn't give up the dribble and it falls in. That's a nice work by Maddie Hurst then. She kept her dribble alive and created some space for herself. I think Camino might have travelled there, but the rest didn't see it. She put up the shot a bit early. She wasn't settled, was she? No. And it didn't fall. Hurst carries back. Gives to Abrams on the right wing. Lange coming in for the Capitals now as they need some Ds. Abrams, shot goes up, they sit in. That was a shovel shot a la Marino last year. <laughs> but with a little bit more skill, I'd add. <laughs> Marino, oh, it's timeout called by the Capitals. As it is, 37 plays, 32. A five-point ball game here at the Southern Cross Stadium with four minutes, 40 seconds left to go in what has been a unbelievable game. The ferocity, nothing's lost. I thought, oh, well, Kerr's not here, Jackson's not here. Will it be ferocious? Well, they answered that in the first two minutes. <laughs> they absolutely did. And I mean, that's something about the way that Dave Herbert coaches as well. He, he coaches his girls to be persistent, you know, and to not give up and to be physical and not take a backward step. And that's great. That's what you want to see. That makes the game really interesting. So I think the Capitals would be really pleased. At one stage there, I thought, oh boy, here comes Townsville. Capitals are going to get run over the top here, but they didn't. And it wasn't necessarily with their starting group, you know. They've had um, Beattie and Bevilacqua off the floor for good point, uh, periods of time. And Abram has um, been playing limited minutes as well because of her illness. And you've got Hurst and Bibby and that taking charge of the game. Bishop doing a reasonably good job. So it's good to see. 
Yes, and uh, the Townsville girls got a hold of the game program, which had the quotes from Kerry Graff. They're making claims about championships and that they're the best team they've seen. This is Graff talking about Townsville. Well, bring it on, Townsville. You're in our gym, our city. Let's see what you can do. Oh, Bibby with a great steal. She stepped out. out. Court. Pushed out of court, I suspect. No, the referee hasn't played it. She put up the shot. As soon as she felt the bump, she went for the shot. It was a downtown shot that rimmed out. She said to the referee he was probably too close to the action to see the two hands in the back. Yes. Flanagan now kicks it to Camino. Bevelac were watching her again. As Bevelac was being called for the foul, shot doesn't count. That's when it gets really frustrating for players is that, you know, you had that foul situation on the sideline which wasn't sore where the player was pushed out of court. You got It's a genuine hand check there by Bevelac. Well, she won't argue with it, but it's about the consistency. Camino looking to inbound it now. Kicks it right side to Flanagan. Flanagan goes back to Hellebron. Hellebron goes inside and this time Bibby has been called as she tried to flick the ball away as the player was passing. Softest call of the game. Oh, yes, let's wait and see, Craig. We'll, we'll see if it gets any worse. <laughs> and Hellebron to inbound it as Bibby sits up, sits down and Styles comes back in. Styles just uh, tucking the uh, shoulder straps of the singlet up. Tying them in, and she gets set. So oh, Kelly Wilson will do the inbound pass as the subs being made on Hellebron. So Wilson now kicks it to Flanagan. Flanagan now works around the perimeter, then drives into the paint. Oh, fantastic drive! It didn't fall. Langy gets the rebound, gives it up to Hurst. Hurst down at the free throw line. Run foots for start. Has to go in, gets the ball checked up. The shot was blocked. Gives it to Styles now. Back to Hurst. Hurst just fakes the pump to Bevelacqua as Bevelacqua tells him, no, the shot clock should have reset. No, it didn't. Run it down. Oh, Ronnie Cox! Block shot on Styles. Well, Capitals have got to get a shot off. There's five seconds on the shot clock here. They'd run a quick inbound play. Timeout, I think. No. Uh, they'll bring in Beattie, yeah. I'd say, to run their Lauren Jackson out of bounds play for Beattie. Yeah. Langy will sit down for the moment. Beattie. We'll wait for the inbound ball from Bevelacqua. Stiles is setting up on the back side of the court. Inbound pass goes to Sinclair. Over the top. Cox rejects it again. Hurst gets in the way. Hurst goes as far as she can. Cuts it down to Sinclair. But they ran out of time on the shot clock. Yeah, I think... They didn't go for the beady buster. They didn't. And I think it's just a little bit, possibly a little bit of disorganisation. You know, Stiles wasn't quite sure where she should be in that play and that sort of stuff. So that's okay. It, it's uh, 37 plays 32, 3 minutes 30 left to go. It's at the left line, right lane. Cox pull up, jump shot. Beatty does the rebounding. Brassard was right there with her. It's Hurst carrying it back. Kicks it left side to Bevelacqua. Over the top, finds Sinclair. Sinclair's shot doesn't go. Styles was trying to get in there. It's uh, kicked out to Camino. Bevelacqua tried to get a hand on the pass. Wilson gets it now. Styles watching her. Goes back to Cox. Cox over the top to Brassard. Beattie gives her a bit of room, lets her drive baseline, but nothing you could do about that. No, she used her body well to protect the ball from Beattie on that one. Hurst now over the half, has to go left side to Beattie, who's top of the perimeter. Then off to Bevelacqua on the 45. Bevelacqua just dancing around the 45, calling Sinclair into the corner as she gets a screen from Beattie. Pull-up jumper from the right elbow is good, and Bevelacqua has three points for the game now. 
39-34, Sinclair gets a touch on the pass, the long pass to Cox who is waiting down towards the baseline, knocks it out of bounds and Camino will inbound it here for the fire. Inbounds to Brassard. Brassard in the paint, Beatty knocks it to the ground and the ball is over the baseline. Hand checking's getting called, full on body blocks are just being left to left to no calls. I don't understand it, Michelle. I can't explain it. Just tells you, just use the body. Bevel Aqua brings it down the centre, kicks left, gives it to Sinclair. Sinclair looks, just, just waits for a second to go off the styles. 4-3, hits the iron and doesn't drop in. Cox gets the rebound, gives it immediately to Wilson. Bounce pass to Flanagan, straight back. Oh, they did too much. And now it's Hurst who comes up with it. They're passing it around instead of taking shots. And that was good recovery transition by the Capitals there. They got numbers back quickly, which created some problems to Townsville. Styles over the top looking for Beatty. It's tapped away. Oh, sorry, Sinclair. Tapped away by uh, Cox once again. Timeout called by the Capitals as it's 39-34 here with two minutes left in the half. It's been a great game of basketball. It has, and the referees are having some impact on this game. I think they're really making it difficult for either team to get into real rhythm in this game. So it'll be interesting to see whether they come out and have a better second half. Would it be rude in saying a great game of basketball and a pretty good game of rugby? (laughs) You could say that one. But, you know, it's going both ways. So, you know, it's a physical game. We always expect that when it's a Townsville-Canberra match-up. You know, the girls are just going to keep going tough at it. They've got nothing to lose. This is probably the games for the season for them both so far. So they really are going to be putting everything on the line. I've been impressed with um, Abrams and the way that she's been playing considering that she hasn't trained all week. You know, she's really got some good touch and she's been taking a leadership role. And Tracy Beattie has been doing a fantastic job for the Capitals at the defensive end as well as at the um, offensive end. Camino's been in the game but hasn't been as dominant as I thought she may have. Um, so, you know, and that's due to the defence of Bevel Aqua and Abrams. She's got probably seven or eight, yeah, nine she's points. she's got seven, seven points. points. And I think if you look at the box score... That might have been seven points in that first quarter too. Yeah, she, uh, she had five, five in the so first quarter. so she's only scored two. Yeah. Two minutes left. Inbound pass to Beatty. Beatty loses control of the dribble and has drawn the foul out of Brassard. So it's Brassard's first personal and uh, they're two, 14 fouls apiece. So... Inbound pass, oh, Sinclair and Hurst getting in each other's way. Eventually goes out the back door to Bevelacqua. Abrams now, long pass, oh, as a speculator. Brassard gets in there in front of Beattie and it will give it to Wilson to carry back now. One minute 43 left. 39, plays 34. Wilson just trying to work off Hurst. Turnaround jump shot from the right elbow is good. It was a nice move from Wilson then. She had good balance in the air. Seven points for the game for Wilson as Bevelacqua gives it to Beattie on the perimeter at the top of the key. Right side is Hurst. Hurst has got room to pull up for the three here. Goes to Abrams instead. Left side, Bevelacqua. Inside to Beattie. Beattie's turnaround in the paint is good. Good patience from Tracy Beattie. She used her size well then, went up to the basket and she knocked it down. She's got nine for the game. She's doing a great job. Flanagan now with Hurst watching her. 41 plays, 36. One minute left in the half. As Flanagan, oh, baseline opened up for her. Goes back to Brassard. And Brassard has a shot blocked by Beattie. But the ref, not happy. He says there was contact. 
Well, it was, but I thought if the attacking player hits the defending player, it's not a foul. Well, I think what they've called is that, you know, I, th- I personally think it was a block and it was a clean box, but they've called Tracy on the body in that action. I've I didn't think her body was close enough. Well, she was at full reach. I know, I know. It's, um, it's the way they're blowing it tonight. Yes, an interesting one is Brassard made the first, puts up the second now. It's good as well. And she's eight points to the game, Claudia Brassard. 41 plays 38. A three-point ball game with 50 seconds left in the half as Hurst goes right side, bounces it off to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua just not being watched closely by Camino. Bevilacqua could think about a downtown here. Hurst goes over the top. Sinclair from the right elbow. Rattles off. Hurst gets it back and keeps the shot clock alive. 20 seconds on the shot clock. 31 on the game clock. So Abrams pulls it back to the point. And then, wrong foot, Flanagan pulls up at the left elbow, kicks out to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua falls, starts twice on the baseline, goes to Hurst. Hurst drives baseline, pulls up at the low post and rattles it in. She faked the three. That was good uh, shot by Natty. She faked the shot. Oh, dear me. Charge off the ball by Wilson as Bevilacqua picks herself up, not for the first time. As uh, Bevelak was taken, what, about the fifth hit? I reckon she's been on the ground five times, twice with Wilson (laughs) and three times with Camino. And I don't think that'll stop for the rest of the evening. So, And that's, you know, that's an important possession for the Third Capitals. time out of the first quarter for the Capitals. No, I think the last one was for Townsville, actually. Well, I, think okay. they, I think they challenged it to Townsville last yeah. time out. Then maybe they both called the timeouts <laughs> at the same time. It has been a ferocious first half. We have 8.9 seconds left in the, uh, in the first half. Caps leaving by five to 43-38. A great game of basketball. Both teams with five fouls. So what do you do? With eight seconds, Caps will get it from the base, uh, from the backcourt. And you'd assume that the Capitals get the last possession. They'll probably run a um, double screen action or something like that to just get an open shot. I think that, you know, and Townsville will be happy to go into the break. They, ideally, they won't want the Capitals to score. But, you know, to be within five or even seven going into the break, that's a reasonable um, effort. But basically, any foul sends them to the line, so it's hands out. It's hands out. You know, don't foul them. It's not like you're coming down to the end of the game, that sort of stuff. So you just, you just let, the, let the game play out, I guess. As that Cox, Flanagan, Camino, Brassard and Wilson coming back for the fire. It's Hurst, Abrams, Sinclair, Beatty and Bevelacqua setting herself deep in the corner. Inbound pass over the top. Abrams had to reach for it. She runs it back with six seconds left. Cuts down. Goes herself. Dump over there. Beatty and Beatty will dump it in. Well, it was a great play. Bevelacqua in the corner there. I think there's a foul on the play as well. There is, so Tracy will go to the line, I think. Best result for the Capitals you could ask for. Absolutely, that was just a good ball screen, double ball screen. Second by personal the foul now, so I'm not sure who they called it on, maybe Brassard. On Ryan Cox, so her second of the term. That, that would be disappointing to put her on the line to make the three point throw. Well, guess what? She did. <laughs> And Beatty now moves to 12 points for the game. Camino from downtown rattles around. She was closer to the centre circle than the key. It wasn't far off. 
with a, well, an attempt at a buzzer beater there. It is half-time at Southern Cross Stadium. The Capitals leading 46-38. to 38, And what a first half. Oh, it's been a great game of basketball. It's been physical. Um, it's been good skill level. You know, it's been shared. There hasn't been a particular player who's done all the work for one team or the other. Um, so it's been great basketball generally. I'm sure the crowd's enjoying it. Uh, you know, pretty even. I mean, the eight-point spread, but I'd imagine the rest of the stats, the foul count, the rebounding situation, etc., will be pretty even. Hasn't been a lot of turnovers. It's been good quality basketball. Not quite the full house sign here at Southern Cross Stadium, but definitely a very healthy crowd here tonight. There is. Maybe some of them went to the AIS because the Canberra Times actually had the games of being at the AIS arena in the article today. So I hope oh. that didn't happen to anyone. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it, it, it's good to see, you know, when you think about, um, you know, we've lost Jackson this year and that sort of thing. And so, Whittle. And Whittle, you know, so we've lost some of our uh, crowd drawers, if you like. And there's still a good crowd here tonight, so it's good to see. Yes, there's uh, half time rolls on. We'll be back with the stats. And, uh, well, as we uh, will get set for the second half, this is sportradio.com.au with the Canberra Transact Capitals Radio Network. Welcome back to the Southern Cross Stadium here as it's Caps versus the Fire here on the Canberra Transact Capitals Radio Network. And, Michelle, the stats at halftime, well, they're actually telling us it's a closer game than the scoreboard would let you believe. Eight points currently on the scoreboard, but... The stats, not that big a gap. That's right. When you look across the stats, there's really not much difference in it. You know, Capitals from the field are shooting at 46.3. Uh, Townsville's at 46.7. There's a little bit of difference in the first, um, in the three-point uh, shooting percentage. You know, Caps have got a couple more rebounds. But other than that, uh, you know, it's pretty even across the across the board. The um, Interesting thing for a women's game is that there's been four block shots for both teams in the first half, which is not a common thing to see um, in women's game. But it's, it's a really tight um, encounter, and both teams, the scoring basically coming from their starting group with uh, limited points coming out of both benches. So, you know, maybe that will be the difference if one of the benches can actually step it up and start to score some consistency. If someone come out and light it up, then that could be the thing that breaks this game open. It is interesting watching both teams warming up at the moment. The Caps, well, they've been having trouble hitting their inside shots, but outside shots since the first two minutes haven't uh, really been uh, very electric either. No, that's right. When you look at the, uh, the first, compare the first quarter stats to the second quarter, the um, Council Fire went two from two in the first quarter and two from five they are at half time. Capitals were two from four and two from six. So there hasn't, basically that means there hasn't been a three-pointer scored in the second quarter. So uh, maybe that's something that we will look to do a little bit more of in the, um, sec- in the second half. It is going to be a, uh, well, an important game. Coach Dave Herbert says uh, in the, the pre-game interview that he thought it was going to be guard rotation that made the difference. The Caps, well, have got four, now five, quality WNBL first division starting guards. Townsville have definitely got a, a, a bevy of high quality guards as well. Absolutely, and I think probably one thing that has happened is that the guard rotations have actually um, 
I guess, nullified each other in some regards and that really what's happened has been the Battle of Beattie and Bassard and the bigs that have sort of been where the game has changed, if you like. Um, you know, it's not to say that the guards aren't contributing because they are. You know, you've got Bibby Ford and you've got um, uh, Flanagan and Herrick and... Uh, Sorry, Wilson and, and Camino have been knocking down points, but they really have nullified each other in many ways. So I think that it'll be interesting to see what happens in the second half. If one of the guard groups can get a, an ascendancy on the other, I think that will make a big difference in the game. But other than that, I think it's going to be up to the bigs to see who can win in the inside the paint. Well, and the concern there is Jennifer Krause's three personal fouls to Beatty's two and Abby Bishop's none. Isn't that great to see? It is Abby good. Bishop with no fouls. She started off the season. How has she got away with the uh, <laughs> knees in the back affair? Well, but, yeah, no, no fouls called so yeah. far this, <laughs> this game. And that's the important part. That's right. It will be the uh, caps of Bibi Bevelacqua Abrams. Bibi and Bishop. There's too many B's in this team now. <laughs> Wilson, Flanagan, Camino. Brassard and Cox will start for the fire. Only one change in the starting five with, uh, I guess, Krauss on three fouls. We won't risk her early. No, that's right. Bring Brassard in. who has been doing a good job for them, so probably nothing lost in the Eight rotation. points for the game, Brassard. Right. And she's got a few rebounds as well. So. Beatty and Bibby with 12 points each as the Caps start up the second half. Inbound pass to Bevelacqua. Brings it into the front court. Gives it on the right side. To Abrams, then through hands around the perimeter. Beatty, then Bevelacqua. Goes back to the top of the key. Bibby gets it over the top from Abrams in the paint to Beatty. Beatty called for a travel in the paint. Yeah, I think Beatty just uh, saw Cox coming at her then and just uh, shuffled the old feet. Flanagan and Wilson working it out in full court pressure once again by the Capitals. As the fire over the top, Flanagan gives it to Brassard. Brassard tries to drive the lane on Beatty. Beatty keeps her hands up over her face. Wilson now at the top of the key tries to run on Bevelacqua. Elbow to the head of Bevelacqua that time. And not much Wilson can do. No, I don't think so. It's interesting. I don't think Travis has actually signalled what his call is yet. So I'm not sure that he's made his mind up what he's actually going to blow. Well, what's his choices? Well, I think Looks like has got a blood, blood nose. So she'll have to leave the floor for the blood rule. Yep. As uh, I'll clean it up a bit. It will be... They've called that on... 44. They've called it on uh, Tully Bevelacqua there. That's what he signalled, is 44. So Bevelacqua picks up her second foul of the game. She had the ball in her hand. No, I guess... Uh, they've, call, they've called that she, I guess, bodied up on her and that the, the player's allowed to stay within their cylinder and they've ruled that Kelly was within her cylinder. Okay, inbound pass from Camino goes to Flanagan now. Flanagan throws it right side to Camino now. Camino, pull-up jump shot on the three-point arc, flips away by Beatty to Abrams, gives it off to Bibby. Bibby bounce pass from Hurst, backs it out, pulls it down. Bibby now, top of the key, Beatty. Bishop inside, goes and lays it off to Hurst, who pulls up in the paint and banks it in. Good job from Natty Hurst again with the penetration, finding the open spot, short pull-up jumper. Six points for the game now for Natalie Hurst as Camino gives it to Brassard. Left side now, Wilson. Wilson goes back now to Flanagan, top of the key. Brassard in the paint, gets a shot up over Beattie and banks it in herself. 
Grassard now 10 points for the game. She's difficult to defend, Grassard. She's got this nice little soft, uh, sort of hook shot that she has, and it's difficult to stop. It's 48-40 as they work around the perimeter of the Capitals. You pull up as from Bibby, who just drove down to the halfway on the left lane and pulled up and bang. Council is struggling to contain the Capitals' penetration. And you look at when, you know, Bibby's scoring off penetration, Hurst is scoring off penetration. They need to do a better job of shutting them down with the ball in their hands. At the other end, though, I think Kelly Abrams being called for her second personal foul as uh, she didn't have position before the uh, charge was on. Sedelac was still in the hands of the trainers here. I hope she can come back in this game. Yes, Flanagan's shot. Oh, nice. Oh, the, sorry, it's Wilson whose pull-up jumper just from uh, the baseline there was good as uh, Bibby goes to Beatty, top of the arc. Looking for Hurst. Oh, Wilson gets a hand in on Hurst. That could be a backcourt violation. No, it was tapped over by Wilson. So Hurst gets to bring it back. Hurst now waiting for the screen. Drives down the left lane. Turn around. Jump shot. Not going to fall. And Broussard does the clean-up. Good job on the boards then. Bopped out from Warani and from uh, Broussard. Flanagan's cross-court pass goes to Camino. Back to the left side to Cox. And Cox knocks it down from 18 feet. Great shot fake. Put it on the floor. Got Bishop in the air. And away she goes. 50 plays, 44. The Caps lead by six currently as Hurst brings the ball back. Cox now with six points for the game. Abrams puts the ball on the floor. Bounce pass. Oh, she was looking for Abby Bishop. Bishop saying that Cox was holding a jumper. But it's over the baseline and the Caps turn over in offence. Yeah, the Caps have just been a little bit loose with the ball in the start of this game. They need to be a little bit tighter. They had only four turnovers for the first half. I think five turnovers for the first half. So they did a good job looking after the ball. They need to continue. Flanagan gets cursed off the uh, wrong side. Drives all the way through. And Hurst being called for a hand in the back. Uh, Natalie Hurst trying to do her best uh, Laura Summerton <laughs> impersonation with what me. But... <laughs> Unfortunately, Claire wasn't going to change her mind. This is trouble for the Capitals. They've got three team fouls. We're only three, almost three minutes into this quarter. Inbound ball to Camino. Three-point shot doesn't fall. Boxed out by Beattie. And Hurst will bring it back up to the front court. 50 plays, 44. Still a six-point gap. As Bibby drives baseline, puts the shot up over Flanagan. Camino gets the air ball, and she's now off to the races. Camino with Bibby... Uh, with Bishop watching her outlet to Cox. Hurst will get it back. Bibby streaming down the left wing. Can Hurst get it to her? No, she dropped it on the back of her foot. So Abrams had to bring it back, slowing down the move into offense. Coach Graff whistling there to call the play. Abrams sets it up now. Beatty sets the screen on Brassard. Gets Camino out the way. Abrams 4-3. Hurst will come up with the rebound. Comes off her feet. Oh, oh, Wilson diving anyway. after the ball. Cox dives after it. Flanagan will carry it down. Flanagan Abrams gets it back to Hurst. Hurst has got Bibby behind her. Locked over the top to Bishop. And Bishop paints it in. Great transition basketball. Hurst through the defense and lobbed it over to the top to Bishop. who filled the lane beautifully for a big girl. Bishop six points for the game. 52-44 breaks the scoring deadlock. 5.56 left to go in the third term. Cox drives into the paint. Then it is Bishop that time who gets all hand on Camino. I'd imagine that Graffy will be trying here. Here comes Bevilacqua. I think the Capitals have just lost a little bit of composure offensively. So I think she'll bring Bevilacqua back in to get a little bit of composure happening on the floor. 
Camino goes to the line to shoot two as Flanagan sits down. Uh, heading back out is Heritage. And Camino, no worries at all. That was lackadaisical the way she put that first shot up. As Heli Sorry, as Heritage back out there. Oh, Camino, second shot doesn't fall. And it's Bidi who does the rebounding. Immediately gives it to Bibby. She almost was double teamed there, so she drives up to the free throw line and Bibby knocks it down. She has picked up a huge cult following. 16 points tonight is the reason why. And that was a much better shot selection from Bibby than the fadeaway fall into the corner jump shot. Broussard at the top of the key thinks about taking on Beatty. Outlets it now to Heritage. Hurst trying to watch her. Broussard puts up a good screen. Heritage from the free throw line jacks it up. Bishop comes down with it for the Capitals. Bibby now kicks it left side. Hurst can think about three. Trucker gave, oh sorry, it was Wilson gave her plenty of room. It was an air ball and Bishop has been, well, reaching in foul on Camino. And Bishop now will be up to her second personal. So not in trouble yet. No, not in trouble yet, but she needs to go back to... You know, in the first half she was doing a good job defensively, but wasn't racking up any fouls. What she doesn't need to do now is rack up three or four in this quarter so that she can't be a part of the, of the last quarter. And so I'm sure that's something that they'll talk to her about in the timeout. Coach Graff calling the timeout here. She's got three to use in the second half in the defence jobs WNBL. Is this early to be calling a timeout? Oh, no, look, I think, you know, five minutes into the quarter, I think that she's probably just wanting to talk to the girls a little bit about the tempo of the game that they're starting to play, that they need to regain the control of the tempo and, and, and dictate what's happening out on the floor. They're a little bit out of control offensively, I felt, that they were playing, you know, Townsville's the type of group that'll run the floor up and down all night. They're quick, quick transition basketball. They'll knock down the early three. Probably not Canberra's game, you know. They've got a good inside-outside game and the shots will come for their players if they let it develop. But they're just being a little bit rushed, I think. Well, Caps, with five minutes left to play, have got five team fouls up against Townsville who are yet to have the whistle blown against them in the third term. Brassard just pulling her team together as they're out back on the floor. Brassard, Wilson, Camino, Cox and Heritage. Now it is... Dow Gleish coming in for her first minutes. Bishop, Beatty, Bevel Aqua and Bibby. That's a big call by Carrie Graff going to the first gamer. Well, that's right, but it shows confidence. And um, I think, you know, Michaela's shown that she's probably a player who will be able to play consistently at this league. And you've got to put them in in these games and give them the opportunity. I mean, particularly when you've got, like, Abrams, who's been crook, you know, she hasn't trained all week. You've got Styles, who's new to the group. So, you know, put her in there and see what she can do. Camino bangs down both and then subs into the game will be Brassard. Uh, sorry, will be Kraus for Brassard. Five minutes and eight seconds is left in this third term as Bevelacqua, who comes back out after uh, the blood nose from the contact with Wilson earlier, lobs it up over the top to Beatty. Beatty can't get it to drop. Kraus has it knocked away by Dalgleish, but Wilson jumps on the loose ball for Townsville. Heritage off to the races, and Bishop manages to knock the ball free. It's Bevelacqua kicks it long to Beatty. Bibby. Bibby now works it on the right wing. Goes long into the corner. It's Dalgleish gives it to Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua tells it a cut baseline into Bishop. Bishop can rock it in off the uh, off the glass. Good vision from Tully Bevelacqua. She found the defence went with Dalgleish off that screen and found 
Tissue open under the bucket. It's Heritage now, Kraus top of the key, round to Camino who drives down to the baseline, pull up jump shot, hits the side of the iron, it's going to be Dalgleish who gets it immediately to Bibby to carry it down, Dalgleish doing a good job as they try to set the pace. Bevilacqua going to the top of the key, Bishop's at the free throw line, she puts the ball on the ground and I think Cox has been called for the second softest foul tonight. Again, it's just the consistency that's lacking from the referees tonight. I think, I mean, you, you know, technically that was a foul, but it's the fact that that sort of stuff hasn't been called all night and the hard, oh sorry, is being called and the hard stuff being let go. So I think there's some consistency issues. Cox sits down with a third personal foul. Dalgleish gets the inbound ball to Beatty. Hand off back to Beatty. Beatty then goes backwards, gives it to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua takes up the point. Just shuffling around the perimeter. Dalgleish is getting plenty of ball here. Inside to Bishop. Bishop hits Bevilacqua hard. Three-point shot doesn't fall. Man boxed out by Heritage and Camino. Heritage bringing it back down. Biddy tries to knock it out of her hands. Gives it a tap away from Bevilacqua, who just is not happy. And the crowd telling the story there as Bevilacqua is called for her third personal foul, her second of the third term, and it's a 16 foul, so it's a trip to the line for the fire every time, and we've got 3 minutes and 33 seconds left to go. It's a lot of game time left in the this quarter. quarter. That's right, a lot of game time left in this quarter, and the Capitals really will not be wanting to put the uh, fire on the line too often. Camino misses the first. Gives them the opportunity to make up the difference in bedtime. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised perhaps if Carrie's thinking about even heading to a, a zone perhaps or switching up their defences. Good foul when Camino misses both under the pressure. Beattie does the rebounding. Bibby and Abrams working it into the front court. Down the right wing, Abrams turns back towards the top of the key. Off the ball, but I think Claudia Brassard's been called for a foul in the paint on Abby Bishop. It is Ronnie Cox. It's, it's the first personal foul on Renee Camino. I didn't see it. I didn't see it, so I'm not going to say anything. No comment. <laughs> inbounds the ball now. Looks to go. Oh, can't go to Beatty. Has to go to Bibby. Bibby goes back around the perimeter to Abrams, back to Bibby now on the right side. Pull up jump shot from the baseline as she penetrates. Again, it is Beatty going in after it. Jump ball is called. Very quick jump ball call there. And it's going to be a Townsville ball. Very Uh, quick on the whistle on that one. Yeah, unbelievable that one. Because Beatty had fallen to the ground. Krauss was about to pass it because Beatty didn't have a hand on the ball at the time and... Well, the whistle's blown. Townsville gets the possession. Flanagan brings it into the front court. Left side is Heritage. Now around the perimeter going to Krause. Krause looking. Goes to Flanagan. Flanagan inside quickly to Broussard and Broussard banks it in. A nice feed from Flanagan into Broussard. Oh, Abrams just finds Bishop. Bishop has it stripped by Flanagan. Broussard comes up with the rebound, gives it off to Heritage. 56 plays, 50 by my count, at 49 on the official scoreboard. So we'll go with that one. It's a seven-point ball game as Camino drives the baseline. It's slapped away again by by Tracy Beattie. She could get a double-double without going on the scoreboard. (laughs) That's exactly right. Well, she's already got the first double, but how many block shots 
Well, she had three at half time. I think she's had another two Ooh. this quarter. It is Hurst who brings it down, goes over the top to Bishop. Bishop at the baseline, fine feedy. Outlet pass for Abram. Hits the iron and Brassard does the clean up for the fire. Kicks it on through Flanagan to Heritage. Heritage gets to the paint, pull up at the free throw line and the shot doesn't fall. Beattie covering great ground here. She is looking so fit this year. Tracy Beattie will get it back now as she gets it at the perimeter. Gives it to Hurst. Abrams. Abrams looks around. Oh, Grouse just gets a hand in there. Taps it away. Goes back to Beattie this time. Beattie has on Camino. Reverse layup from Abrams. The captain makes the score and the crowd go wild. Tracy Beattie, great vision then to find Kelly Abrams. You don't expect your bigs to be out. You expect a Lauren Jackson to make those passes. Perhaps not a Tracy Beattie. Camino for three. Rattles off the iron. Bibby brings it down. She bows. Hey, tries to hit the bounce pass. It was kicked by Flanagan as it was Hurst who would have been off to the races then. Yeah, stopped a, a definite two points. I mean, Natty Hurst had the lane wide open and she wouldn't have missed that kind of layup in the open court. Inbound pass as Kelly pulls the jumper to set up the play. She goes to the right wing, then back to Beattie at the top of the key on the perimeter. Bibby runs round, gets the hand off as Flanagan's blocked by Beattie. As, oh, goes, Bibby gets it down onto her hand. Flanagan locks it up with Tracy Beattie. They're having a bit of a laugh as they're on the ground. But it's going to be a Caps ball. The arrow of death pointing the Caps way this time. Eight seconds on the shot clock here. I'm sure the Capitals have got to set out a bounce play. Yep. be going to Beattie. Bibby. Oh, no. Straight over the top. The Lauren Jack played Krauss all over her arms then. There was nothing you could... Nothing wrong with the call. It was just... Crude play by Jennifer Krause. Well, that's right. I mean, and that play was always coming. There's not a lot you can do to defend a six or seven Tracy Beatty, I believe. She oh, you want me to go to the stats book? <laughs> I think she's a six seven, but you know, you just that sort of out of bounds play. You get a half decent screen for her, throw the ball up in around the net somewhere, and she'll find it. The one thing I don't have on my sheet is the height. Thanks very much. Beatty makes the first. And it's not in the stats book either. <laughs> How about that? Beattie makes the first, though. 59, we'll 49. Yep. She makes the second as well. Tracy Beattie, 14 points for the game now for the Capitals. I make it 60, 50. The game clock, the scoreboard is 60, 49. 11 point ball game as Brassard hands it off right side to Heritage. Heritage then gives it to Cox. Cox, oh, backs into the paint. Beattie gets a hand in there, slaps it away. Hurst has to work it out of the backcourt. She gets help from Abrams. Now Bevel Aqua in the front court, lobs over the top. Oh, didn't read the uh, Flanagan cut in, and Flatty car- Flanagan carries it back with 40 seconds. It's oh, Kamina, block shot by Beattie again, but it's put back up that time by Heritage. And Heritage to four points for the game. 41. Uh, sorry, 51 60, 26 seconds left. So only about four seconds difference on the shot clock and the game clock as we come into the final break. It's Bevelacqua going to Abrams who lays it up on a hard cut on the baseline. Beautifully read there. Bevelacqua drove hard at her player and Drew Kelly Abrams' defense as well. Kelly saw she lost vision of her and just back cut beautifully. Herity, oh sorry, Flanagan banks it in with a second left. Inbound ball from uh, Beattie to Bevelac, where is not enough time. 
to be able to get a shot away. And at three-quarter time, it is the Canberra Transact Capital leading by nine, 62 to 53. A fantastic quarter once again. Absolutely outstanding quarter of basketball. And what the Capitals would be really, really happy about is the fact that they were, I think there was three and a half minutes to go and they were in the foul count and they did an excellent job of not sending Townsville to the foul line too often. So that was really great work by the Capitals. They just continued to uh, do the job defensively, were physical, kept their hands out and, and managed that play really well. So I think, you know, this is a great game. Townsville have not... There have been moments when you would think the Townsville could just sort of give it up and let them get run over the top by the Capitals, but they're hanging in there, so that's good to see. And Townsville have shown they can hang in there. They won a close one yesterday against Sydney, as we mentioned by two. They lost a close one to the Townsville, uh, to the Adelaide Lightning uh, a week ago, though. So they know how to win in the tight situations, and they have have felt the anguish of a uh, of a defeat in the close clinches. Four de- block shots left to go for Tracy Beatty to get a triple double. That's right. That's fantastic, isn't it? And the rate she's going, she'll get him tonight as well. So that's good to see. I think the thing is, the Townsville, if they can hang in there, then they've got the sort of group that any one of those players can take over a game and just light it up. A Rowani Cox can just win a game single-handedly. A Renee Camino can win a, win a game single-handedly. So that's all they've got. It's got to be in the mix going into this quarter, and the Capitals are going to be have to play great basketball to stay with the win. I'll do the I'll do the scores whilst you look at the stat sheet a bit further. For the Capitals, it's 17, 16 points to Jess Bibby, 14 to Kelly Abrams and Tracy Beattie, then six to uh, eight to Abby Bishop, six to Natalie Hurst. One to Jackie Styles and three to Tully Bevilacqua. For the Townsville Fire, it's Rene Camino with 10, who trails 40, Bassab with 12, sorry. Nine to Wilson, then six to Cox, four apiece to Krauss, Abbott, Flanagan and Heritage. It is a, a nine-point game as we go into the final term. Wilson inbounds it to Flanagan. It's Wilson, Flanagan, Brassard, Cox and uh, Heritage for the fire. Cox gets it now right side to Heritage with Bevelacqua, Bishop, Beatty, uh, Abrams who just can't get to uh, Wilson in time. Bibby does the rebounding. Abrams at the other end can't get the ball and it's tapped away by Flanagan who will see it safely over the sideline. 62-53. What stats did you pick out there, Michelle? Well, it's really quite even across the board. I guess the only thing that I've, I've noticed is the um, the rebounding. Capitals are slightly ahead on the rebound count. Oh, Bibby's gone down. Bibby hits the deck. Bishop will come up with the ball on the half. Oh, Beatty tried to bounce past it back to Bevilacqua. It's going to go over the sideline as it was comedy capers there for a moment with the mistakes that were being made. Unfortunately for Jess Bibby, she was just making a cut into the paint when she lost the footing and at the same time as the ball was coming to her. That forced the first turnover. Then when Tracy Beatty got it back at the half when Fire couldn't secure the ball, she passed it straight to Cox who then fumbled on it. Oh, Bevel Aqua caught at the half. She has to look for some help. Now it's Heritage that's going to ground. Who put the slippery slope? Oh, who put the slippery stuff down on the floor? It is Abrams. Now inside to Bishop. Outside to Bevel Aqua for three. And Bevel Aqua doubles her personal score for the quarter. 65-53. Bevel Aqua now with six. 
And I think that, you know, if there's a time to look down a three, it's right about now. So that's good to see. One minute gone in the final term as Broussard goes left side to Cox. Cox drives baseline. Shot should count as Bishop gets her first foul of the quarter. Blue 10, a pushing foul. Did the shots count? So, it so did. I would imagine that the score would count and she'll go to the line to make the bonus here. So, Cox already to eight points with the bonus. That's a good start for Rani. I'd expect her to really step it up in this quarter. She's been a great player all season. She nails the free throw as Bevel Aqua looks to come back. Flanagan watching her hard. Lob over the top to Abram. They're using every measure in the book now. Beatty, Bevel Aqua goes into the corner to find Bibby. Bibby works into the paint again. Out the pass to Abrams all by herself. Nails another three. The captain steps up for the Capitals. It's interesting. Townsville have gone to a zone defence and that's the risk that they're, they're going to have. And a collapse on the centre. Absolutely. If they're going to collapse on Beatty or Bishop or whoever it is in the paint, it leaves open some three-point shooters. So, Wil- risk. Wilson left side drives in. Oh, it's... Pocket pick by Bevelacqua. It goes to Abram. Slanigan has a hand on the ball. Has to wait for a moment. Inside to Bishop. Broussard watching her. Abram. Bibby now with a three-point attempt. It hits the iron and falls down. Bishop is going to be called for another foul. She had a hand on Broussard who was going for the ball. That'll Abby, be can't, you can't do that. That's her fourth. Yeah, that's probably something. It's an unfortunate thing. She had no fouls at half time. Yep, and, and she's two. up to four. She's up to four. She's doing a good job. But, you know, she's, there's eight minutes to go. She can play a couple more minutes if we need her to. As says Flanagan, watched by Bibby. Broussard's screen wasn't very effective, but Flanagan will drive it into the paint, then kicks it left side to Krauss, around the arc, through the hands of Cox, then to Broussard. Broussard goes bang on the perimeter. It's a three-pointer from Claudio Broussard. Not the player you expect to be knocking them down from out there, but she did it. Lange now on the baseline left side goes back out to Abrams then across to Bibby Bibby just electric with a footwork pushes up a shot from the free throw line one handed over the top of three and makes it uh, if you're going to take a runner you want to be certain that you're going to make him in these type of games 70 plays 59 we're out to an 11 point lead from the Capitals Broussard goes left side to Cox Speedy slaps it away from Kraus and it's over the sideline 11 seconds left on the shot clock Seven minutes, 14 seconds left on the game clock, as that was a foul. Oh, yes. You can't, you can't <laughs> yes, slap the other person's player's In this game, you hand. can just never know. You just never know what's going to be called in this one. Bevel Aquam is coming off again. Nat Hurst comes in, and she goes straight to the trainers. So perhaps some blood coming out of that nose once again. We'll find out more about that after the game. It's interesting to see how long Townsville stay in their zone because I, I think that the way the Capitals are shooting the ball from the perimeter is going to create problems. Wilson bounce pass inside to Krause, has to go outside to Cox there. It's Abrams watching Cox. Oh, great. And yeah, Cox couldn't do anything about it. Abrams so quickly got herself steady that, bang, it was a charge. She read that beautifully. She's a great defensive player, Kelly Abrams, and she just read that beautifully. That's Roani Cox's fourth personal foul, and that signals trouble. You know, Dave Herbert's got to make, well, he's made a decision, he's pulled us. Uh, you know, I don't know whether he's actually got that luxury or not. Do you let, sit her on the bench, let her get a little bit cold and bring her back in, or do you let her play? She's smart, she's been around for a long time. She has one, qu- one foul in each quarter so far. 
It's Abrams giving it to Beattie. Beattie is just stationary at the top of the key. Has to give it off to Abrams. Abrams then finds Langy. Langy fakes, pumps, and the shot is off wide. She is a, a defender, but she needs to take open looks when they're there. When they're there, absolutely. Well read by Kelly Abrams. Knocks the ball out of bounds. Council have run out of that zone. I think they've realised that uh, it wasn't working for him. He needed to change it up. Flanagan gets the inbound pass from Wilson. Langy working on Brassard. Flanagan gets a handoff from Krause who gets herself in an open look. Oh, Camino just so athletic. Beatty reached over the top. I thought that was all ball. But the referee standing right in front of the play has called a, called a foul. foul on that one. Now, uh, just uh, looking at the other refs there, just telling people to uh, simmer down. Huddle in the uh, key there by the Capitals. That's Beatty's third foul. So six and a half minutes to go. She's got three. She's got two to play with. She'll play the game out. Camino rattles the first one out. Hasn't had a good night from the from the line, Camino. Really. She's missed the last couple and has missed the last four now, by my count. She was three from six at half time. So. Yeah, not her best night at the line. It's a pressure night and they're coming off a tough game. Oh, it's Abrams that time almost knocking off Wilson's block as she kept her personal cylinder. It's a- First driving baseline and makes the banking shot. 72 plays 59 as Dave Herbert pulls the trigger and calls a timeout. That's exactly right. It's, you know, 13 points down, six minutes to go. They cannot let this game get any further out of their reach. They have to stop it now, get the momentum going their way and come up with some good plays to knock some points out of this difference here. It has been a... Fantastic match from the opening whistle, oh, from the opening jump ball, I should say, where it was a frantic pace. No one could get a shot for the first two minutes of the game, and then it just opened up. And 72 plays 59. We haven't seen Jackie Styles in this half, I think. Did we see her out there in I, the third I term? I don't think we saw her in the third term at all. So I'd be surprised. I, I think a game like this where... You the have, team was looking like they yeah. just didn't know what she was doing. She didn't know where to be. And it's a tough test. It is a tough test. And, you know, you'd be thinking, the people coming off the bench, you got Nat Hurst coming off the bench, she's producing for them. Pete Sinclair came in and gave them good minutes. So they're not losing anything from coming from the bench. If they're in a situation where they weren't getting stuff out of their bench players, you might think about putting Jackie out on the floor. But, you know, it's a tough night for her off the plane two days ago and straight into this. One day ago. One day ago. One day ago. She landed in Canberra yesterday morning. It's Flanagan who drives right side, takes on Hurst, knocks it to the ground. Shot doesn't fall. Lange can't get the rebound. In fact, Flanagan gets it back, gives it to Wilson. It's getting it very is a rugby game now. Krauss driving baseline. Brassard comes away. There's a player down. That's Flanagan who's hit her head. It is and Flanagan. And she hit her head pretty hard. So Cox will come in for Flanagan. She took a tumble. There was no doubt about that. That's right. Let's see if she's got the devil aqua quality. Can she get back up and play? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, well, I heard the thump. <laughs> and, uh, well, she's seeing stars. The Capitals doctor just going over to her now. 72 plays 56. We have 5 minutes and 46 seconds. Dave Herbert just going over. He's showing concern, of course, for She'll have to leave the floor now, whether she wants to play or not. Coaches take her to the floor. She'll have to leave. That's unfortunate. Flanagan's had a good game for Townsville. The coach walking on the floor? Because the coach is 
gone onto the floor to see his player, she will now have to sub out. Okay, and that would, even if she wasn't injured, if the coach if, comes if, on? If she said, no, no, I'm right, coach, it's bad luck, mate, I've come onto it's the a, floor, you've got, got to sub her out. She can come back into the game, but she has to sub out on that play. Great spirit, the game has been played tough. Rachel Flanagan coming off the court to an ovation from this Canberra crowd. They realise how big a player she's been in this game. She's been really good Only tonight. Only four points, but has had a much bigger role than that in that point score will indicate. Well, that's right. She's been in everything defensively. She's got deflections, you know, she's disrupted them. She's made some good feeds and she's scored when the opportunities come her way. It's going to be, uh, what's that, Bevelac? We're back into the game now for Hurst. And I, yeah, it will be a Townsville ball from the side. 16 seconds left on the shot clock. They get it to Camino. Abrams trying to watch her. Dumps it off into the foot of Brassard. Wilson picks it up on the run. Oh, they just about... Kelly Abrams slapped her on the arm. Jess Bibby grabbed both her arms to stop her from putting a shot up. And she's called for a travel. Uh, I think it was clean, but <laughs> the refs are closer, so we'll go with whatever they blow, Craig, which I think is what the girls are doing tonight. They're doing that tonight, <laughs> for sure. Uh, working around the perimeter now, anti-clockwise. Bibby will take it. She drives into the paint. Outlet two. Bevelac with the three. Oh, it's short, short, but Bibby almost came down with it. Camino will carry it back for the fire. Kicks it right side to Brassard. Brassard over the top. Cox has to pull it in. She can't do it. And Bibby comes up with it. Lange, layup is good. That was great running by Kylie Lange there. She really got up the floor very quickly. Really quickly and finished off a nice lane. So that's good to see. Just looking for... Uh, yeah, they're looking to sweep the floor here. Once uh, again, they, I think they can see something there. Yeah. And it, a couple of players did go down in that 45 to the uh, left of the key just inside the perimeter and the ref's now just checking that it's... Yeah. yeah. I think Townsville need to be a little bit careful here. They're, they've played a physical game all night and I think what they're doing is trying to play just a little bit overly physical and it's, um, you know, it's actually disrupting them a little bit. They're losing a little bit of their composure. As Townsville bring it down, Cox over the top to Brassard. Brassard watched by Lange, hands off to Camino, who drives into the paint, puts the shot up, it was off. It's Cox rebounding and banks it back in. Cox is just such a strong player in the paint. Oh, she's got terrific balance and athleticism, which is strong and athletic and great balance. As Abrams over the top to Beatty, hand back to Abrams, look to hand back to... Uh, Bevelac one, but instead goes to Lange. Oh, Bibby has an eternity to set up for the three. And guess what? Bang! She makes it. She's having a great offensive night tonight, Jess Bibby. She's probably made some poor decisions offensively, but she's made some very good ones as well. Wilson over the top to Brassard as Lange watches her. Brassard drives down the lane. The shot doesn't fall. Lange's on her backside. And will be called for the foul. That is Langey's second personal. There's not much more Kylie Langey could do there. She really just had to um, put her body in the way as much as she could and Broussard was just too good. Such a physical game. It has been a fantastic defence job. WNBL match. And Broussard now freezing up at the line, missing the first. She was red hot in the first quarter. She makes the second. In the first half, in fact, she yeah. was red hot. I don't think she'd missed a free throw up until that point. Up until that point of the game. 
Rassad. Four from four, I think she was. As Abrams will get it now, 45 degrees, left side. Oh, Beatty, yeah, just in the paint, banks it in. Beautifully placed pass from Kelly Abrams there. Now, hasn't she had a fantastic game? She hasn't trained all week because she's been crook, and she has come out tonight. She's played a great captain's game. She's done an excellent defensive job on Camino with Bevel Aqua. They've switched it up a bit, but done an outstanding job on Bevel Aqua. Um, sorry, on Bevel Aqua, on Camino. Um, and at the offensive end of the floor, she's knocked down some a good handful of points as well. So, full credit to her. Yes, it is a fantastic work. As we haven't seen Caitlin Cunningham on the floor, she is still nursing injuries. And well, you don't want to risk someone in a big game, do you? No, and this is the kind of game where, you know, Caitlin's a young player and she, she lacks, um, I think she'll, she's a great talent, but she probably needs some development, some maturity with her game. Come out in a very physical game like this, she's likely to get involved in some of that sort of stuff and, and that increases the risk of re-injury. So I think, you know, wisely, you'd probably be very hesitant to put her in in this kind of game, this kind of um, environment. It's Krauss, Brassard, Cox, Camino and Wilson. Flanagan just an ice pack on the back of her head at the moment. Bibby, Abrams, Bevelacqua, Beatty and Lange are the five for the Capitals as we come down to the stretch. Three minutes and 42 seconds left to go in the game. The Caps lead by 17, 79 to 62. Cox over the top to Camino. She's looking for play. She gets... Oh, Abrams blocks the shot. And it will be the cap ball. Uh, again, there you are. Langey had her best game of her career when she was suffering with the flu, and Abrams is having a big one tonight. As Abrams brings the ball down the left wing, Cox tries to reach in, slap it away. Over the top, she gives it off to Beatty, gets the hand back, it rolls over the backboard, and it will be a Townsville ball from the baseline. Inbound ball now will go to Wilson. Bibby watching Wilson. Wilson just gives an opportunity there for a guard to slap that ball out of her hand. Krauss is working well, giving Wilson a bit of breathing space. The ball will go to Krauss now on the left side, 45 degree angle. Beatty just backing away, giving her room, offering her the three point shot. It goes to Brassard. They won't give her that much luxury. Lange again working hard on Brassard, but Lange has uh, been called for her second foul of the quarter, her third for the game. And it's the Capitals' fifth of the quarter as well, so that puts them in the bonus, and every time they foul now, Townsville will go to the foul line, which is, you know, in dead time, that's, that's exactly what Townsville want, but it's a bit of a... Townsville need to come down and get relatively quick shots. There's only 2.50 left to go in this game. They're 17 points down. It's um, not impossible, but they need to start digging away right now. And Brassard only making one of the two free throws. She made the second. So with two minutes and 45 seconds left to go in the game, it's Beattie getting the inside ball. It drops down. Not in the favour of Townsville, though. Lange forcing the rebound the Caps way. And Bevel Aqua takes it at the point. Camino watching her. Goes back to Abrams at the top of the key. Bibby cuts high on red five that play. But Labrams goes herself, doesn't fall. Lange does the rebounding. The defence from the fire has just gone to sleep completely. Bevelacqua gets the hand back from Beatty. Beatty then has Bevelacqua kick the ball to Lange. Lange can't make the play. Towns will come up with it. Camino tries to take on Abrams. She puts up the shot. It lands in the hands of Wilson in the paint. 
It's gone to sixes and sevens here for Townsville as the bounce pass away is after Wilson travels. Cunningham to come in with Styles and Hurst. Two minutes left in the game. Oh, that's in your face, Dave Herbert, isn't it? You know, like two minutes to go and you clear your bench in some ways and I think, oh, well... And this is... It's junk time. It is junk Styles time. Styles in junk time. Yeah. Given junk time. Lighter up. Lighter up. <laughs> yes. Abrams goes over the top. Hand off from Beattie to Hurst. Back to Abrams for three. Fakes a three. Bounce pass into Cunningham. Cunningham tries to turn over Cox. Can't make it. Krauss will come up with the rebound. One minute 39. Goes long pass to Cox. Cox watched by Cunningham. Oh, the pass is over the top from Cox. And over the baseline. Good defensive pressure that time from Cunningham. Tires swap, subs being made. Heritage comes in. Hallebron will come in for Brassard and it will be Cox. I think that what's happened in this game is about four minutes ago, Townsville just lost the plot mentally. They tried to play a physical game and took it one step beyond physical and actually tried to use that in some way to get a real advantage. Instead of saying that they're staying within their normal physical nature of their game, they actually stood it up a notch and I think that actually took them out of their own... First pass to Abrams, then to Styles, to Beattie, back to Styles. Styles kicks it out to Hurst, over the top to Cunningham, who's wrestled by, well, you can raffle it. Wilson was in there. Her, was Cunningham's going to go to. On Halliburton? Halliburton, right. I believe. Halliburton gets her first personal foul of the game. And Tracy Beattie will sit down after a, a Herculean effort by the 6 7 centre of the Canberra Transact Capitals. 79-63, inbound pass goes to Hurst. Cunningham sets up on the high post left side. Hurst will take it down the right side. Oh, uh, Camino gets a hand on it. Sinclair goes out there and the shot doesn't drop. Camino will come up with it. Hellebron will bring it down the floor. Kicks it right side into the corner. Heritage puts up the three. Hurst does the rebounding. 54 seconds left. I want to hit it to Styles. I'm sure they want Jackie to have a a uh, shot in regular time rather than just a free throw. As Abrams sets up, Abrams drives the lane. Hurst thinks about the three. Has Sinclair. Sinclair over the top to Cunningham. Cunningham turnaround jump shot. Ball. Shot count. <laughs> That's a nice way for her to finish the game. So she'll step up to the foul line and take the make the three point play. Hopefully. Hurst with eight points for the game is a good show, good work. Abrams will sit down as Dalgleish. Michaela Dalgleish comes in for some more minutes. And Abrams, a huge game. I don't think the crowd realises the, uh, the uh, flu that she's suffering. Well, you wouldn't know it. If you were sitting up in the crowd and you watched her game tonight, you would not know that she's been off the floor all week. Styles goes to point, watching Wilson as the fire. Bring it back. Hand off. Goes to Heritage. Heritage now. Drives past Styles. Pull-up jump shot. It rattles in and out. And Sinclair will come up with the rebounds as Krauss couldn't secure it. Hurst misses the pass, but it beats her to the sideline. And Townsville will have last possession. Well, that's right. I think, what do we... 63-82... Capitals have done well to come away with this win. This Townsville group are a good group and they really have controlled the game. Wilson drives the left lane, kicks it back to Heritage. They're running the clock down now. They don't want the Caps to have another score. Three points, sorry, shot from the elbow doesn't go. And it is the Capitals who take the victory. 82 to 63. A 19-point win over 
a top four side, which until this point in the season, they had not played a top four side. That's exactly right. So that's a, a really impressive win from the Capitals. And I say that, you know, the people that have done the job for them tonight, um, okay, so we had Jackie Styles added to the group. She really wasn't a factor in this game. It was the core group that they've had all season. Um, it was your Kelly Abrams. It was your Tracy Beattie. She was absolutely fantastic tonight. Just Jibby stood up offensively. She really lit it up. Kelly Bevilacqua, Natty Hurst coming in off the bench. Abby Bishop did a good job. She stayed out of foul trouble early. Racked, up, racked them up in the second half, but stayed out of foul trouble early. Pete Sinclair, good minutes. Uh, Kylie Lange, good minutes, you know, they all contributed. So that's really, really positive for the Capitals going through to the season. Well, you have a word from the coaches and the players ahead of the final summary with the stats tonight. This is the Canberra Transact Capitals or Radio Network on sportradio.com.au. Well, Graffy, it was a tough win. In the end, the points don't show how tough that game was. No, absolutely. I don't mean, think it was a hard-fought contest. I don't think it was two teams. You know, we we pride ourselves on our defensive effort, and I think we really shut down their running game tonight. You know, particularly in the second half, but they were probably pretty tired up. You know, being their second game on the road. But you know, I think Abrams gave Camino a lesson on on what great defenders do, and you know, that was that was big for us to hold Camino. Um, you know, I think Phoebe's offense was super. Tracy B is an all-round player tonight with huge. She blocked shots, she helped on defense. Yeah, made some great moves inside. It was it was huge. I don't know if she's got a triple double tonight, but it was very close. How much better can you get her? Hey, it's not it's about Tracy Beatty. Tracy Beatty keeps getting better. I mean she's full of confidence. She's learning things that we're teaching her and she's taking them on board. You know, it's all credit to her that the things we're working on with that she's putting into a game and we can see that now as a shot blocking ability rather than fouling. It finishes around the basket, making her free throws. I mean, she's an exciting post player in that league. We don't have someone six, seven in the league. And she's going to keep growing and become a force in this league for a long time to come. And also, you were able to run the bench tonight once again. Dow Gleach having minutes. You had Kylie Lange pulling a, a big defensive effort for you when things were looking a bit shaky. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we got out to eight. We couldn't break it open in that third quarter, really. And, you know, we went with a defensive lineup. Like you say, Lange came in and did a tough job defensively. Dow Gleach came in when Sully took that knock to the face. And I think, you know, she's, she's from town. She's from Queensland. Town's a rival of her Southern District team. So she, we knew that she'd have confidence playing. But she held her own. You know, she defended Heritage well. So... You know, again, we got all the bench except one in. I think that you know, shows that we can throw them in in different scenarios. Sydney next week. Yeah, look, Sydney going to be tough. I mean, I was down there watching Sydney Townsville last night. You know, it's similar to this team in that they've got great firepower. You know, we, we're starting to look good defensively. And, you know, in a one-game contest in Sydney will be tough. But I think, you know, it's going to be a great game. And Jackie Styles, of course, uh, having her first game. A lot asked of her, but when you get off the plane on uh, Friday lunchtime, it, you're not going to have a huge game on Saturday. No, absolutely not. I mean, she doesn't know her place. We had a shoot-around today. You know, she's running around and they're going, where do I go, what do I do? I mean, I think she took a couple of good shots. Defensively, she was solid. And with a week of practice under her belt, and just her, her personality and demeanor, she's happy to come off the bench and build her way into this team. And, I, and that's what we want. We want someone that can understand their role and where they can go to and... She's just right now happy that we've given her the opportunity and she'll take whatever she can get. Well, all the best. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Tully Belleville Aqua, they tried to break your nose, but they didn't break your spirit. <laughs> they certainly didn't. I even had a tooth go through the through part of my lip, but um, it's all good. I I just look like uh, someone's giving me a good old right hook. But uh, oh, it was an awesome game. I'm so proud of my teammates. It was a great team effort. 
No, I just got to make mention of players like you know, Tracy Beattie. She's just having an inspirational season right now. And, um, you know, Kelly Abrams, who was sick all week, um, didn't train for most, you know, he probably only trained half a session during the week and came out and had an awesome, inspirational captain's knock. And we all just chipped in with whatever we could. When you played WNBL before, you haven't necessarily had the luxury of being able to say, I need a break and know that the person coming on could do the job as well as you. Now you know that someone can come on, you can put your hand up. That's right. I mean, we have so so much depth and it's scary because we've still got Donna Lafagan to come in. But, you know, I have so much confidence in, like, if Natty Hurst coming in to, you know, we generally come in and, and take each other out. And, you know, I've just got so much confidence in her. It, you know, it doesn't... Whenever Graffy makes a sub, you know, there's no letdown. Um, and the spirit within the team itself is just amazing. So, you know, 6-0 at the moment, we're setting ourselves up for a you know, good position down the stretch. And the first interstate road trip of the year? Certainly is. We're going to uh, the Sydneyville, and uh, that's going to be a, a, a great game. I think we've had some great contests with them. They went down by um, two points pretty much on the buzzer to Townsville last night, so they'll be looking you know, fired up to get a win. And obviously we're the only undefeated team, so everyone's, everyone's going to be trying to knock us off. So... But, you know, we're taking it, taking it one game at a time. Graffy does a great job preparing us each week. And, you know, we keep forgetting to mention her, but, you know, her and, and Stanley, our assistant coach, do a tremendous job on the coaching staff. All the best for next week. Thank you. Tracy Beattie, uh, another fantastic performance. How much better can you get? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, like, I'm, I'm just progressing and... Like, I go into these games like I'm playing... I know this probably is going to sound really bad, but I go into them like I'm playing ABA. Because all these girls play ABA, so why should my mindset be any different? And that's how I'm addressing this season, and apparently it's working. (laughs) Not only is it working on the glass, but free throws are hitting in play. It took, a, it took a while to get it that first shot down. You yeah. racked up about five offensive rebounds at the start of the game. Oh, it makes my uh, rebounding look better. That's all good. We pass it over the backboard to each other. Yeah. <laughs> but good. when they started dropping, they do. They just have. Yeah, we're getting there. And uh, like we had a shooting coach out at training uh, Thursday night, I think. And uh, Graffy's been doing his technique with me for the last 12 months. So I picked it up relatively quick. And he was really excited. And like uh, it's just all coming together at the right time. I was always told as a 14 year old that I would never be a a half decent player until I was 26, 27. I'm that now and I can thank Patrick Hunt for that. (laughs) Well, congratulations. Another fantastic effort tonight. Thank you. Chloe Rosad, a tough game tonight. It was always going to be a rough road trip, but uh, it was rugby in here tonight. (laughs) It was. It was. Bodies were flying everywhere and I think it's just the, you know, shows how much both teams wanted to win this game. It was uh, a very determined effort by both teams. It just looked like in that last little stretch, that last four minutes, they somehow got the middle edge over you. Yeah, down the stretch there, they um, they kept their poise, I think, and we sort of maybe went a bit individual on offense, took a bit of some maybe bad shots, and they came down and hit some shots, and that, you know, at the end of a two-game road trip like that, it's, it's tough to, to come back on this team anyway. Plus, you'd just gone for the Doomsday Double Adelaide Perth last week. So, do you think that took it out of you? Yeah, it's been a really short week of training. Like, you know, we we came back on Sunday and you just feel like crap because you've flown on the red eye the whole time. And, you know, you're not really getting a good training until Wednesday and Thursday they're already gone again. So, it was, you know, it's not the ideal preparation, but that's the way it works. (laughs) You get a bit of a look now before you have Canberra back up north there in a few weeks. 
That's right, yeah. Actually, we're on the road again next weekend, the Melbourne double, but yeah, then we'll, we'll be ready for them when they come up. Well, disappointing night tonight, but all the best for the, uh, Melbourne next week. Thank you. Well, Jess City, this team just keeps going from strength to strength. Yeah, that was pretty exciting tonight. You know, we, um, you know, defensively, that's probably the best that we've, we've played, you know, keeping them to, to 63 points after they had 90 last night. You know, we knew that that's what we had to, to do to get the win tonight, and, you know, we're only going to get better once we get, you know, Jackie used to our stuff and we get Donna in, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's terrible. You get these imports from the States and you sit them on the bench all game. Yeah, you know, that's, a, that's a pretty good luxury we've got. And, you know, once she gets used to our stuff, she's going to be, you know, super for us. You know, we, we saw this morning at shoot around that she can, you know, pick the crap out of the ball. And, you know, as I said, once she's used to our stuff, we're going to be able to really utilise her and we're going to be pretty tough to, tough to stop. Ever since uh, Eleanor Sharp got a headbutt in a Townsville fire game up there in Townsville, it's been rugby ever <laughs> since. How have you found playing Townsville now in a different jersey to the Dandenong one? Yeah, I've only, uh, I think I've only played them twice. And, um, you know, they, you know, I played them once up there, which, you know, is, is pretty daunting, you know, with their, their crowd and stuff they have up there. But they always play pretty physically. And, you know, for me being the size that I am, you know, it's physical for me every week. So, you know, I just, uh, you know, I, I try and be as physical as I can. And, you know, those guys are, you know, they're certainly going to be a, a tough team to beat come the end of the season. All the best for Sydney next week. Thank you. Well, Jackie Styles, your first taste of defence jobs, WNBL. What's, what's your thought? Oh, it's an incredible league. I, I was just, I feel so blessed to just be out here. It's a true miracle for me to even be playing this game again. I officially retired at 13 surgeries, and I just couldn't keep the smile off my face just to be running out here doing what I love to do again. It's pretty tough. You got off the plane lunchtime on yeah. Friday. Saturday evening, you're running out there. And I, can't, I can't believe I'm running. I was like, I'm really going to try to play this first game, but God, when I got when I put that uniform on, I couldn't wait to be out here. I didn't have my legs; they weren't under me, and I feel a little foggy. And I was kind of messing our plays up because I don't know them yet. But uh, I will be real disciplined and get our plays down, and hopefully be able to contribute to this team. But they they have a great team, and they're just fun to play on. And I'm just so glad that they're having me. But mentally, it didn't matter whether it was. 30 seconds or five and a half minutes, you are playing basketball again. That's just a true miracle. I mean, I just feel so blessed for the second chance, and that's why I, I wear 21, because God believes in second first chances. So that's kind of what that stands for, and I'm just going to enjoy every moment because I know at any second it could take, be taken away from me and just work as hard as I can and enjoy every second I get out here. Well, you get to see the Harbour City next Friday night and go up against the guard that I don't know if you ever played against Kristen Veal in the WNBA. I, I've watched her play lots of times and she's tremendous, so we got a work cut out for us. It's we. It takes a team to stop her. <laughs> All the best and have a, uh, have a good week settling into Australia. All right, thank you. Well, Dave Herbert, splitting the road trip is probably not the worst result. No, that's right. To win one of, one of two uh, against Sydney and Canberra, the two top teams, is uh, not a bad effort. We'd like to have played a lot better tonight, but unfortunately we didn't really get in the flow of the game whatsoever and Canberra took us out of that flow. It was rugby tonight, though. Very hard. It seemed like if you touched the player, they were red hot. But if you just body checked them, that was fine. Yeah, yeah I guess they're trying to ensure people are playing without hands, so... Um, that's the way the game was called. Um, I thought Tracy Beattie tonight was the difference in the game. She was sensational. Her improvement has been dramatic. Uh, it's a credit to the Capitals program how much she has improved. You've been doing a lot of travelling, coming down to the stretches. Just that last, really that last four minutes when it, it, like the score was away from you, but 
the concentration and everything just seemed to go on... Yeah, yeah, for on. sure. We missed a lot of free throws. We missed uh, seven in the second half. A uh, number of things like that which probably come down to concentration, I think, more than anything. And But we never got any pressure D going at all at any point in the game. So we can't allow teams to score 80 against us. We had the same problem last year. We've got the same problem now. So we've got some improvement to make. And quick turnaround because you're uh, back on the plane next week. Yeah, that's right. We'd, we'd hope we'd go away and split it again, yeah, or win two. So we'll see how we go. All the best. Thank you. Well, Kelly Abrams, your captaincy, they should have put you in charge years ago. You haven't been defeated yet. Well, I mean, I'm happy with the streak so far. And, you know, credit to us. I mean, we came out, we had a game plan, and, and we stuck to it. And, you know, Graffy went and said, these are our goals. And if we dominate on possession, get on the glass, look after D-Trans, and... You know, if we take care of those things, and then we'll come away with the win, and we did. You yourself, though, suffering with the flu, you trained on Tuesday and then not for the rest of the week, and you still managed to play the house down. Yeah, I mean, I, I took a couple of days off, and I think that was um, in my best interest for my health to save myself for today. And so look, I, I can't say enough of how much of a team effort it was tonight. I mean, Jackie Styles came in off the bench as well, her first debut in the WNBL, and wasn't quite sure what to expect. And you know, she slotted in, in fine and we've just got to work on our offences and, you know, awesome game by Tracy Beattie again and, and Jessica Bibby and, you know, we have, we have players coming off the bench who we can go to and, um, you know, that, that's really good for us. And right down to Michaela Dalglish. Yeah, um, we were able to play all our bench players in the last two minutes and, you know, that's, that's a reward for, for training hard all week. And, and it's in your face town Yeah, in your face town But, look, you know, they were coming off a, a you know, a, a win last night. They could have been tired, but, you know, again, we stuck to our game plan. That's all that matters. All the best for next week in Sydney. Thank you. So that's what the players and the coaches had to say following this fantastic effort by the Capitals. 82 to 63. And, of course, at the end there, you heard Jackie Styles talking about her come back to professional basketball tonight in Canberra where she played for a total of what three minutes no sorry I'm looking at the wrong player it is seven minutes I think seven minutes 39 seconds for her debut for the Capitals and uh, well she naturally is happy to be playing basketball again and I think a lot of fans who have had never heard of Jackie Souls in Australia are happy to hear about her being here, but a lot of fans back there in Missouri and Kansas would be extremely happy to hear that their girl is back able to play basketball. Oh, that's right. They'll be thrilled to see her back on the court and playing. It was really a... Um, and there was talk that that was the end of her career, but it's good to see her back playing, and I'm sure we'll see lots more of her. Stats, as you look at them now, I just think... It was Tracy Beatty not getting a block shot scored to her in the final turn. That's, to me, unbelievable. Yeah, it doesn't seem right, does it? So, but anyway, I mean, Tracy Beatty, didn't she have a great game? 16 points, 11 rebounds and 6 block shots. She really was... And two steals. And two steals, that's right. You know, I mean, she really was in great form tonight. She played 36 minutes, you know, and she was... It was a physical game. She was getting bumped around and banged around. So, you know, for me, it's a real toss-up between her and Kelly Abrams for the MVP. You know, Kel got 17 points, but she did an outstanding defensive job. Renee Camino, who is a, a genuine franchise player, 
10 points for the game, and, and that's largely due to Kelly Abrams' defence on her. Mm. So Jess Bibby was great offensively for the Capitals, 21 points, and she really just lit it up from anywhere tonight. You just didn't know what was going to come next from her, so, um, so that was good to see as well. It was indeed. And, uh, well, shooting percentages uh, didn't drop off right throughout the night. They were up at 46, and they stayed up around 46 right throughout the night. That's right. Oh, um, actually, it did. They, they fell away in the last quarter. They fell away for, um, for Townsville. Townsville, that is. Yeah, for Townsville, they dropped off to a 32% um, uh, fourth quarter, so that sort of dropped their shooting percentage overall for the game. But still, you know, to shoot 39, almost 40% for the game is pretty um, pretty good, so they'd be happy with that. Look, Townsville, quite honestly, yes, they'll be disappointed that they dropped this one by probably as much as they did, but to just split the road double against Sydney and Canberra is a pretty good outcome for them, and, and that's... Um, you know, they they really it was only the last quarter where it sort of dropped away a bit. I think so. Good to see good basketball. It was um, probably the best game of the season. It was a very exciting game indeed. The Canberra Transact Capitals, 82, getting up over the Townsville Fire. 63 here at the Southern Cross Stadium. Now, I haven't gone back through all the records, but I still think that the Townsville Fire have not got a win in this gym. I, I'm not 100% sure about that. But I, I think this remember. is a hoodoo gym. I can never remember Townsville winning in Southern Cross Stadium. I certainly can't remember them getting a win in, out here. Um, I know there's been a lot of close ones and there have been some good games, but uh, I, I can't remember Townsville ever getting over the line here. We'll have to check that for next week. We will check it for the uh, next opportunity. Of course, next week the Capitals are up there in Sydney Town. We are hoping to be able to bring you that game on sportradio.com.au It'll be the Caps versus the Sydney Uni Flames. Another hot battle for sure. But for now, on behalf of Michelle Hocking, it's Craig Ravel signing off from Southern Cross Stadium here in the nation's capital with the Caps undefeated. Six games, no losses.